got an abbreviated week of y'all shows coming your way, but we do have a week of fun. Hello, welcome into the y'all show following Memorial Day 2023. John Rawl is my name, and it's great to be back with you here as we've got a few hours of talking about the South on our mind. Hope you all had a, a great couple of days as we celebrated the memory of those who gave the ultimate sacrifice to our nation on Monday. On today's show, we've got headlines from across the South, and yes, we're going to cover the headlines. I will tell you that today's headlines aren't exactly the most newsworthy headlines that we've seen in quite some time, and that's a good thing. We don't have a heavy news day, but we will go through what we do know what's going on across the region today in just a second. Also, we've got sports updates. We've got the news on college baseball as they announce the NCAA field on Monday. And we'll let you know about who's going to be sitting in the Catbird seat for that. A lot of SEC teams hosting regionals here in this regional weekend coming up. We also have an update on the women's softball as they've got their tickets punched now to Oklahoma City. We've got the eight teams headed to the World Series of Softball that we'll share with you, plus a a college update from the golf field as the men are currently having their national championship out in Arizona and an Oklahoma State golfer picks up the individual champion on the on the men's golf national championship scene. We'll tell you about that in our headlines. And plus, of course, we've got from sports the big news from Sunday, the Miami Heat. Just when you thought they were knocked out and down on the mat, they come roaring back in Game 7 of the NBA fi- uh, Eastern Conference Finals and they dominate Boston, and they're going to advance now to the NBA Finals, and the Miami Heat will take on the Denver Nuggets. So congratulations to that franchise for getting back to the Finals. So all of that in our sports update here in just a few minutes on the Y'all Show, plus this first hour of discussing everything Southern, we've got a political report, including some polls that have just come in for the Republican primary. We'll let you know about that Republican primary for president. All that will be shared in our Southern Political Report. Later in today's Y'all Show, we'll have a book spotlight. We'll let you know all about the late writer who has ties to both Carolinas and Florida, Dot Jackson. Her book that's currently doing well on some of the circles of books is called Refuge, a Novel. And we're going to hear from this late author, Southern author, Dot Jackson. And she discusses the Southern accent in a clip that we're going to share She did before she passed away several years ago. Dot Jackson will discuss her and will bring you up to speed on all the best-selling books out there for those who like to pick up a good read from time to time. Also, in our second hour, we're going to have entertainment headlines of the day. Hey, we have what Elvis disliked. We we have who he disliked. I'm going to share that with you as an article has just come out. Plus, country singer and actress Jana Kramer is now engaged for the fourth time. I think my math is right. So, Jana Kramer news coming up in our entertainment headlines of the day. And then in our final hour, oh, what a thrill it is on this Tuesday as the Takapola storyteller makes a heroic return here to the Y'all Show. It's been months and months and months since Jerry Short was on with us. And he's going to be back with us in the final hour of today's Y'all Show. And it's going to be good to sit down with this guy. If you're not familiar with the Takapola Storyteller, he discusses things that he's seen and and kind of witnessed throughout his many years here in the South. 
and it's usually pretty darn humorous. One thing it definitely is, is captivating. So the Takapola Storyteller returns in our final hour of this Tuesday Y'all Show. We'd love to have you get involved with the program. Easy to do that. You can call or text our 24-7 text line, and you can leave a message, or you can text us anytime on that number, 615-208-4184. Easy ways to get in touch with us here at the Y'all Show. Let's dive into the headlines of this Tuesday edition and wrapping up the Memorial Day weekend. We've got one shooting that took place and that, that at least is getting national attention, and that's a great thing to tell you about on a holiday weekend where we had an extra day for most of us where we didn't have to work, and that was the case here with the Y'all Show. But a 9-9 nine, nine injured in a shooting near the beach in Hollywood, Florida. Six adults, three children in total, erupted when gunfire went off at a beachside promenade in Hollywood, and people went running over the Memorial Day weekend. Many of the children were taken to a children's hospital. Six adults and three children again. Four children between the ages of 1 and 17 were hit, along with five adults between the ages of 25 and 65. This shooting happened Monday, shortly before 7 p.m., when a fight broke out. A gun was pulled out, shots fired. As of now, in this developing story out of Hollywood, Florida, no one's been killed. That's a good thing to pass along here on the news of the weekend. But, uh, yeah, we've seen lots of mass shootings anytime, frankly. And here, this story, nobody's luckily dead yet, thank goodness. And uh, we'll keep an eye on this story out of Florida. One story I will bring you up to speed from a few weeks back. We told you how Memphis has seen such awful violence there, including in mid-May, a man who was selling watermelon was shot in his watermelon stand at the corner of Horner Street and Wayne Avenue in the Bluff City. And the update is, that sadly, the 76-year-old man has died from his injuries after several days in the hospital. John Materna, who was known affectionately as Red the Watermelon Man, would sell watermelons from his truck there in Memphis most days over the last 30 years. He would use the extra money from selling watermelons to go pay for cruises for himself and his wife of 43 years. And now this man, John Maternit, has died from his wounds suffered when on May 15th some idiot shot him with a gunshot wound to the stomach. According to Memphis police, two armed men, one wearing a green shirt and another wearing dark clothing, shot Materna while trying to rob him and his friend. And Materna didn't have a a weapon on him, by the way, according to police. Materna did fire a single shot back, but suspects, they both got into the silver infinity and drove off with absolutely nothing in hand. They didn't get money. They didn't get a watermelon, thank goodness. No arrests have been made. If you've got a tip on this, there's photos circulating of the car that they were driving. The car, by the way, the Silver Infinity, had a vanity plate on the back that was one of these paper tags you get at like a car auction or a dealership. 
and the tag was a paper tag that said retired. And these were, again, kids, according to witnesses. It looked like they were young youngsters here in Memphis. Just a sad story in a violent city. And unfortunately, a man that many, many people beloved has died from the attempted robbery. Russia has issued an arrest warrant for Lindsey Graham. Lindsey, no more going over to Moscow or St. Petersburg for you, my friend, as he is on a list. He's on a list that, frankly, has a lot of people on it, from journalists to politicians and more. But the Interior Ministry for Russia on Monday has issued a, not just a ban, an arrest warrant for the South Carolina senator following his comments related to fighting in Ukraine. Vladimir Zelensky sent out a edited video on Friday that was put out by his office and a Republican, the Republican Graham noted that the Russians are dying and described the U S military assistance to Ukraine as the best money we've ever spent. <laughs> you know, Lindsey Graham's, not shy when it comes to warfare. And he would be what most people would consider is a hawk when it comes to warfare, having served himself as a jag in the Gulf War of 1991. But Lindsey Graham now catching the ear and eye of the Russian Federation. And now Vladimir Putin's spokesman, Dmitry Peskov, said that it's hard to imagine greater shame for the country than having such senators. Talking about this country. Uh, So now Lindsey Graham's got an arrest warrant. Kind of like Vladimir Putin's got one on him for war crimes. And if he ever gets out of the Russian Federation into a country that recognizes the Hague and the war crimes they send notices out for, I guess they would be arrest warrants, he could be arrested, the head of Russia, Putin. Now, Lindsey Graham is among 200 members of Congress whom Russia banned last year from entering Russia, but in addition to being banned, Lindsey has got an arrest warrant. They want him in the Huskow, in Moscow. An interstate sign in Alabama on I-65 was hacked over the Memorial Day weekend. And unfortunately, white supremacist messages put up on it. If you were driving on I-65, you might have seen this over the weekend. As images showed, large digital traffic signs displaying the words Patriot Front and, quote, Reclaim America. Not sure how somebody hacked into the Alabama Department of Transportation to pull this feed off, but a spokesperson for Alabama's West Central region of the Department of Transportation said a contractor's portable message board on I-65 in Chilton County was hacked. Chilton is between Birmingham and Mobile. They're trying to figure out what exactly happened. According to one place that goes and studies up on supremacy across the land. They identify Patriot Front, which is out of Texas, as a 
white nationalist hate group which formed in the aftermath of the Unite the Right rally back in 2017. Patriot Front is responsible for the vast majority of white supremacist propaganda that's been out since 2019. A year ago, a bridge in the Fountain Heights area of Birmingham had graffiti sprayed with the words Patriot Front U.S. in blue and red letters. And again, this interstate sign, we've all seen them, the kind of temporary digital boards that go up on roadsides that put out messages like construction ahead. Some of them say buckle up. Well, somehow over the weekend, white supremacist messages supposedly got put on this digital sign on Interstate 65 in the Yellowhammer State. Over the weekend, we saw commencement celebrations continue, especially at our federal service academies. In fact, Kamala Harris, the vice president, became the first woman to give a commencement address at the United States Military Academy in West Point. That was newsworthy. Also newsworthy, of course, when Army does something, the Navy folks have to say, wait, wait, watch this. (laughs) So the news out of Annapolis as they celebrated their commencement ceremonies over the holiday weekend, a retired Navy captain has made history becoming the first black woman to have a daughter also graduate from the United States Naval Academy. That's the first time this has happened in 177 years. Captain Tamika Lindsay had her daughter graduate from Annapolis. And her daughter grew up in Bladensburg, Maryland. And now she's going to be serving in the United States Navy. Elise Lindsay is the daughter. And again, her mom, Tamika, is a United States Navy captain. And together, they're the first black graduates of Annapolis. Fair winds and following seas, as they would say, and the good old Navy. Also, Captain Lindsay's son, she's got a son in addition to the daughter. He's set to graduate from Annapolis in two years, the USNA class of 2025. Some impressive feats there going on in that family out of Maryland. Ed, also in our headlines across the South today, from a story that uh, didn't happen in the South, but man, what a what a bizarre story. <laughs> this guy out of Maine had a pet raccoon, and unfortunately the raccoon had to be euthanized over the weekend. But this raccoon would be kissed by customers of this store, at this pet store, in Maine. So uh, he kind of uh, heartwarming. I, when I saw this headline, I said, well, that's surely in the South. But after I started reading it, this comes to us from the raccoon friendly state of Maine, not in the South. Over the weekend, I will wrap up our headlines today with some tributes more coming in for Tina Turner. On Sunday, in her native county of Haywood County in Tennessee, friends of the Queen of Rock, Tina Turner, attended a Twilight Memorial to honor her legacy 
on the lawn of the Tina Turner Museum in Brownsville, Tennessee. The 83-year-old singer died at her home in Switzerland after a long illness. And so people gathered Sunday evening in Brownsville and Haywood, not far from Nutbush, and celebrated her 83 years on earth. The director of the Tina Turner Museum in Brownsville, Tennessee, is Sonia Clark, and she said that Tina touched so many lives with her music and her story of perseverance and the memorial on Sunday evening was a chance to have the opportunity for her family and fans to share sentiments and extend comfort to each other and again that was held on Sunday in Brownsville Tennessee home of Tina Turner Brownsville in the nearby community of Nutbush of which she actually is from And that's some of our news headlines of the day. We have more headlines coming up throughout the mornings or the day, morning, day, noon, night, right here on Y'all Talk with an Accent on the South. Hang on. When we come back, we've got a Southern sports report that we'll be sharing with you, including news on the NCAA baseball regionals as the NCAA teams enjoyed their conference tournament over the last couple of days. We'll tell you some of those conference championship winners How about the Tulane Green Wave? (laughs) We'll tell you about all that and more as the Y'all Show continues. What are your plans for the weekend? Catching up on all the chores you didn't get done this week or last weekend? Why not let Jackson Pride Commercial and Residential Cleaning take the pressure off? Ask anyone who has a cleaning service what a great feeling it is to come home to a fresh, clean home after a long day. Whether at your home or business, Jackson Pride Commercial and Residential Cleaning gets the job done right. Visit jacksonpride.com today. Give yourself a break this weekend and the next and the next. LJ Motors has moved. Now you can come see Lee and the team at 282 U.S. Highway 45 in Three-Way, their brand-new location. For the best prices around and now more inventory every week with many different used cars and SUVs to choose from. Stop by and get your new ride today at LJ Motors in Three-Way, 282 U.S. Highway 45. Call 731-345-5199 or check them out online at ljmotorsllc.com or on Facebook at LJ Motors LLC. Roberts Jewelers, your local jeweler for over 75 years. Thanks for choosing Roberts as your local family-owned business. Roberts has an in-house jeweler and appraiser, Dennis Hornsby, who is a graduate gemologist and has been with Roberts for over 30 years. Roberts does custom-designed jewelry in their very own RJ Case Custom Design Studio. Book your appointment with Chris online at robertsjewelersinc.com. Stay in the know with events and promos on Roberts Jewelers' Facebook and Instagram. Roberts Jewelers, 405G Van Drive in Jackson. This is the Y'all Show on West Tennessee Super Talk 93.1 FM. Keep it Southern.
and this is your brown-eyed, handsome man, John Rawl, in on the Y'all Show. Welcome in on this Tuesday edition, and Mr. Fogarty setting the diamond for us here to talk a little college baseball as the field for the 2023 NCAA Championship was set on Memorial Day Monday, and we'll walk through some of the teams across the southeast that got a bid, plus an update on women's softball from the NCAA, as we know now who is heading to the national championship, the eight teams that will be going into the World Series for softball. But we start off with baseball on our mind as the four, the field of 64 teams set Monday. The national top 16 seeds are Wake Forest, Florida, Arkansas, the Clemson Tigers, the LSU Tigers, also the Vanderbilt Commodores, UVA, Stanford, Miami Hurricanes, the Chanticleers of Coastal Carolina, Oklahoma State, Kentucky, Auburn, Indiana State, South Carolina, and Alabama. And if you were keeping score there, the SEC with 10 of the 16 seeds, national seeds, in this new field. The ACC had eight teams in the field. What a tremendous feat for both of these conferences, but especially the SEC. Did I just count up 10 as the national seeds? Remember, there's 16 national top seeds. So Florida, Arkansas, Vanderbilt, Kentucky, Auburn, South Carolina, Alabama. Okay, so there was seven of the 16 national seeds were SEC. Okay, but all together, 10 SEC teams having their ticket punched. So in addition to the SEC, the ACC had Southern teams picked into this NCAA tournament those included North Carolina, NC State. I wasn't sure if the Wolfpack and Elliott Avent were going to get into this thing, but they sure did. In fact, Duke also got into it. So all four Tobacco Road schools made it into the NCAA tournament here in 2023. Congratulations. Again, the ACC with eight teams, SEC with ten. Most notably, the two back-to-back national champions of college baseball, did not get into this tournament. And that would be the Mississippi Landshark Black Bears and Mississippi State left out of the 2023 baseball tournament. I don't know how that's possible, but it is. In fact, just kind of recapping the SEC teams because I don't think I gave a couple of teams enough credit. The 10 SEC teams, Alabama, Arkansas, Auburn, Florida, Kentucky, LSU, South Carolina, Tennessee, Texas A&M, and Vanderbilt. So both of the Tennessee schools, both Alabama schools got in. A&M with a very impressive year. They played for the conference championship, lost to Vanderbilt. Congratulations to the Commodores with the win in Hoover on Sunday. And congratulations to the Clemson Tigers. What an incredible last couple of weeks the Tigers have had. And they captured the ACC tourney 
over the weekend. The Big 12 had six teams selected, Oklahoma, Oklahoma State, TCU, Texas, Texas Tech, and West Virginia. Congratulations to the Sun Belt Conference. As we said, Coastal Carolina ended up being one of the 16 national seeds. The Raging Cajuns of Louisiana Lafayette also making it into the tournament. The Southern Miss Golden Eagles punched a ticket again. And the Troy State Trojans out of the Sun Belt. Four teams from that conference. The South's Maryland Terrapins out of the Big Ten were only one of three schools from that conference that made it to the NCAA Attorneys, the East Carolina Pirates out of the American, which had a fantastic season. They're one of two schools of the American Conference heading to the postseason. The other team, the Tulane Green Wave. The Tulane Green Wave won the American Conference Championship. And I got to pull this stat up. Somebody texted it to me when the Greenies won over the weekend. Because, let's just be honest, they had a terrible season. Tulane, before the tournament, was 19-40. and 40. Tulane baseball, which has won a national championship, I think, in the last 20 years. Tulane, 19-40, and 40, entering the American Conference Baseball Championship. And they emerge as the champions. They get the automatic berth alongside the other great team out of that conference, the East Carolina Pirates. Elsewhere, congratulations to UNC Wilmington. They're one of two teams out of the Colonial Athletic Conference to punch their ticket to the postseason. And Conference USA, the Charlotte 49ers, UNC Charlotte, and Dallas Baptist, two schools from that conference. Moving on, the Atlantic 10's George Mason made it to the postseason. From the Atlantic Sun, the Bison of Lipscomb in Nashville, the A-Sun champion, they move on. The Fighting Campbell Camels out of Bowie's Creek, North Carolina, Big South winners, and Campbell advances to the postseason. Also from the South, we congratulate the Sanford Bulldogs of the SOCON as they went to Greenville, South Carolina, and won that tournament in the SOCON. And Sanford, Sam, not Stan, Goes on to the postseason entering the tournament. Also, I think I saw this, the Nichols State Colonels are making their first appearance in the NCAA field. I need to pull this up. Uh, Okay, Nichols is making its first appearance in 23 years. I think it was 1998. Is that right? 23... Maybe because they don't count the year of COVID. 1998 was the last year the Colonels out of Thibodeau made it to the postseason, and they're back in it. Also, you've got Florida A&M out of the SWAC. And A&M, by the way, this is their third appearance in the baseball championship alongside Lipscomb. It's also Lipscomb's third appearance ever. And we have... Oklahoma's own Oral Roberts out of the Summit Conference making it and out of the WAC. The Bearcats of Sam Houston State are the champions of the WAC. And they're going to head on to the postseason. So, again, 64 teams announced on Monday for the NCAA Division I Baseball Championship, the road to Omaha. And overall, Wake Forest dominated this year. And they're going to be likely the favorite for a lot of people's bracket 
to win the national championship. But uh, it's always fun. Remember, in 2022, I just told you about some teams that barely got into this thing. The teams like, let's say, North Carolina or NC State or a team, let's say, like the Sanford Bulldogs. How about the Black Knights of Army? They're in it. Congratulations to West Point for being the Patriot League champions. Last year, the last team selected in this thing won it all. That would be the University of Mississippi. So happy to tell you about all 64 teams and this excitement of the road to Omaha. And it begins, by the way, with the regionals that will begin on Friday of this week, Friday and Saturday and Sunday. You can see lots of college baseball. Then you've got the super regionals to follow. And then... The Men's College World Series in Omaha begins on Friday, June 16th at Charles Schwab Field in Omaha, Nebraska. Speaking of college baseball news, it wasn't a good year to be a Georgia Bulldog on the diamond. Just about everything else Georgia Bulldog sports related these days is pretty amazing. But the baseball team struggling. Therefore, Scott Strickland has been fired as the Georgia Bulldogs head baseball coach. He had that post for 10 years and in the SEC tournament of which they actually got to play on that opening day they were beat 9 to nothing by the South Carolina Gamecocks and so they were one and done in Hoover and his contract comes to an end as the AD of UGA Josh Brooks decided a change was needed Strickland had 3 years left in his contract there at the University of Georgia but again Josh Brooks in a statement said that after much thought and deliberation that it was in the best interest of the Georgia baseball program to move in a different direction. Georgia went 29 and 27 this season. They were 11 and 19 in SEC play. They did get 3 NCAA invitations during Strickland's time in Athens, but uh, just couldn't quite get over the hump and now there's an opening at an SEC school after Scott Strickland, the Georgia Bulldog head baseball coach, out after 10 seasons. To women's college softball, the College World Series of Softball field is now set as they will begin Thursday in Oklahoma City. And here are your first day matchups, teams that have punched their ticket to this exciting sport and its rising popularity in the sports world, women's college softball. It's going to be an all-SEC opening game one of the Women's College Series, College World Series, as familiar foes Alabama and Tennessee get together noon Eastern on Thursday in the Women's College World Series game one. Game two features the number one overall seed that's going to be right there in their home area. The Oklahoma Sooners will be taking on Stanford in game two on Thursday. The team from right up the road from OKC in Stillwater, the Pokes of Oklahoma State, made it to the Women's College World Series. And they're going to be taking on the Florida State Seminoles. And then the final matchup of the WCWS, the Utah Utes and the Washington Huskies, two Pac-12 teams on the diamond. So you got two SEC teams. I guess you've got three Pac-12 teams. And then you've got two big teams. 12 teams and an ACC team all in the field. So Pac-12 
perhaps doing better than anybody. And I know I saw UCLA lose, surprisingly. Who did they lose to? They lost to Liberty, I think, in the women's like opening regional of softball action the weekend before last. But that field now set for the Women's College World Series. To men's college golf, congratulations to an Oklahoma State golfer as he won the individual national championship. So we I saw the name, and now it escapes me, but I also have the field set for this championship, which they follow the women. Fred Blondie is who the OK State golfer is as he won the men's golf individual national title in the final hole of competition. Blonde winning the national title of men's college golf. And then as far as the teams that have moved on to the match play, as they'll have that over the next couple of days, and then the, I think the national championship is set for Wednesday, May 31st, tomorrow, Wednesday. The teams that made it into net match play, and you can see some of this action on the Golf Channel, by the way, if you get a chance to tune in. It's fantastic golf, collegiate golf at its best. The UNC Tar Heels are one of the eight teams that made it to the national championship, the uh, matchup, the match portion of it. UNC, followed by the Florida Gators, the Illini of Illinois, which has been very, very good in the postseason, by the way. The, the wave of Pepperdine into the match play portion of the national championship. The Ramblin' Rack of Georgia Tech, as well as ACC members Florida State and Virginia, and the Arizona State Sun Devils. They're in Arizona where this national championship is being held in men's college golf. All that is your field of match play. We'll give you an update on who emerges as the national champion of men's college golf on Thursday's Y'all Show. Remember the Wake Forest Demon Deacons were the champions of the ladies when they had their national championship just last week at the same golf course, mind you. Now also to the NBA, and congratulations to the Miami Heat as they got the Game 7 win on Sunday. What an interesting series. You had Miami winning the first three games, then they fell apart. Man, Game 6 was tough on them. (laughs) That was an incredible buzzer beater by the Celtics on Saturday to even take it to a Game 7. But back in Boston for Game 7, the Heat dominate and win by 19 points. 103-84 in Game 7 of the Eastern Conference Finals. Miami punches their ticket to the NBA Finals where the Denver Nuggets, which open as minus 360 favorites in the NBA Finals matchup between them and the Miami Heat. And also in the world of hockey over the weekend, the Vegas Golden Knights defeated the Dallas Stars. Great season by the Stars, but unfortunately on the ice, their run comes to an end. And now the Golden Knights advance to the Stanley Cup Finals where they'll be taking on the Florida Panthers. So we wish the Panthers well in their Stanley Cup battle with Vegas. And that's a look at the Southern sports headlines here in hour one of this The Y'all Show. We'll take a break, come right back on y'all, and give you an update on the Southern Political Report. We've got some polling numbers to pass along and other fun political news. 
That's coming up next on Y'all. your best choice for primary care. I'm Brent Rudder. And I'm Tiffany Simpson. Together, we provide our Jackson patients with excellent ongoing medical care. Call us today and we'll be happy to see you. But if Mylan's closer, give me a call. I'm Lindsay Crocker and I'm ready to see you today. Physicians Quality Care, we treat you like Asia Garden voted Jackson's best sushi and Asian restaurant serving Jackson and West Tennessee for over 37 years. Walk into our dining room and know you're going to be served the absolute best Asian dishes from our expansive menu. You can also order directly from us at asiagardenjackson.com or call 731-668-9024. Since we're local, we can keep our fees at a minimum versus the competition. Asia Garden is West Tennessee's premier sushi and Asian restaurant. Think local. Think Asia Garden. Jackson Off-Road Plus Complete Automotive Service Center is Jackson's one-stop for diesel performance, suspension lifts, wheels, tires, and services and accessories for all types of vehicles at some of the lowest prices in West Tennessee. Just installed a new state-of-the-art front-end alignment system with the latest machinery and technology. Jackson Off-Road Plus, 1082 Highway 45 Bypass. Find them on Facebook, open six days a week. Are you searching for the perfect place to call home in North Jackson? Look no further than the Summit Jackson, a gated community designed with your comfort and convenience in mind. At the Summit Jackson, you'll find the privacy and security you desire with our gated entrance and beautifully crafted privacy fences. Relax and enjoy the outdoors on your own covered patio. Perfect for sipping your morning coffee or hosting gatherings with friends and family. Choose from our selection of spacious two- and three-bedroom homes thoughtfully designed to meet your needs. Experience the future of living with our smart technology homes, allowing you to control your home climate, lighting, and security at your fingertips. We know your furry friends are an important part of your family, which is why the Summit Jackson is a pet-friendly community. Your pets will love exploring the nearby walking trails and parks just as much as you will. Conveniently located at 4200 U.S. Highway 45 in Jackson, the Summit Jackson is just a short drive away from shopping, dining, and entertainment options. Everything you need right at your doorstep. Visit our website at thesummitjackson.com or call 731-238-3063 to schedule your private tour today. This is a y'all show on West Tennessee Super Talk 93.1 FM. Talk radio for all y'all. Each morning the sun shines through my window Lands on the face of a dream come true I shuffle to the kitchen for my coffee 
and catch up on the front page morning news. Then she walks up behind me and throws her arms around my neck. Just another moment I come to expect. It's ordinary, plain and simple, typical. This everyday same old, same old gimmicks. Back into discussing all things Southern with you, John Rawls, my name, and this is y'all, and now for a little political talk for the next few, and we've got some polling numbers, we'll tell you from real clear politics, but speaking of presidential stuff here, over the weekend we saw that Joe Biden and Kevin McCarthy had lots of FaceTime with each other, and they evidently have come to some kind of agreement on the debt negotiation and we'll find out if their peers, at least McCarthy's peers on Capitol Hill, will go along with what they decided in terms of the negotiations. But it looks like McCarthy feels confident that they can get past it and get that thing through and save us, the country at least, from having an embarrassing default of its national debt. Now, one writer, Glenn Beaton, he writes for the Aspen Beat and he has an article titled, Biden Lost the Debt Negotiations. As he and McCarthy went up against each other on this, and through the skillful negotiations of the House Speaker Kevin McCarthy, according to this writer, it led to fumbling negotiations with Biden. Biden's opening card, the writer says, in this game, the opening card was something he specializes in, nothing. He gambled this spring that he could betray the Republicans as intransigent extremists by refusing to negotiate with them, and the Republicans would wind up having to simply raise the debt ceiling without any concessions from the Democrats. More money to spend now and repay later, and no conditions on spending it, and as the writer says, Biden lost that gamble bigly, to use a Trump term. I'm not sure how big of a win this could be for Republicans. I know there at least was one subcommittee where a Republican was fighting hard to keep this thing from getting out of that subcommittee. But it looks like after Janet Yellen extending the debt timeline by a couple of days, there may be some passage of this thing in the next couple of hours or days and this will be a, a story from the past but according to this Aspen Beat writer Glenn Beaton the president lost out in the debt negotiations two presidential politics and real clear politics has got some polling that we want to share with you and if Biden was a loser on the debt negotiations he might be a loser in these polls as well in fact, they've got some polling of the general matchups between Biden and the top Republicans. And according to Real Clear Politics, the latest polling shows Trump with a 1.4 percentage lead over Biden in the general election matchup. And this poll shows DeSantis over Biden as well, but that lead is only 
0.6 percentage points. So Trump beats Biden bigger than DeSantis in this latest Real Clear Politics poll. Both Republicans, mind you, on top of Biden. If Trump was to go up against Kamala Harris, he enjoys a nearly five-point margin of polling over Kamala Harris with a 46.8 to 42.5. So impressive numbers for Donald Trump. As far as the real clear politics polling from a national perspective, Trump right now enjoys a 53 to 22 margin over DeSantis in the polling of realclearpolitics.com. Former South Carolina Governor Nikki Haley shows up at 4.4. Mike Pence, 3.8. No Tim Scott, no Asia Hutchinson showing up in this polling. Trump in the first primary state of Iowa with a 47-25 to 25 lead over DeSantis in New Hampshire. He's got a 41-23 poll lead over DeSantis. For what it's worth, these are all educated guesses on polls, but you got to start somewhere. And right now, that's the story that Trump, as he would gladly tell you, he's doing pretty good in the polls. One of Trump's acolytes is not doing so good, and that's Ken Paxton, the Attorney General of the state of Texas. He was impeached over the last few days in Austin. And now the impeachment trial of the Attorney General of the Lone Star State is set to begin no later than August 28th as he was impeached from office. or Yeah, he was impeached because I think they've got to have a temporary Attorney General take over in Austin. As Republicans overwhelmingly voted for impeaching their fellow Republican in Ken Paxton citing a number of issues with him including some really ugly things we've covered it I don't want to get into it today but yes it's uh, it's an ugly scene there within Republican politics in the state of Texas right now and this impeachment trial of the sitting Attorney General or was the sitting set to begin at least no later than the end of August. And that is a quick look at political happenings across the Southland here on this Tuesday edition of the Y'all Show. We'll take a quick break and wrap up Hour 1 of the Y'all Show. Stay tuned. Jackson and West Tennessee, Dustin Ring here again with Dustin Buys Houses. I'm still buying houses fast for cash in all of West Tennessee. You have a house that just needs too many repairs and you can't afford to fix it? We can make you a cash offer and purchase the house as is so you don't have to fix it. We even pay closing costs. Do you have a rental that's filled with bad tenants? Leave the hard work to us. We'll buy the house for cash and close and deal with them ourselves. Are you relocating for a job and need to sell ASAP? We can make you a cash offer today and close in as little as 30 days. And remember, we take the 
property as is. We'll even clean it out. Are you going through an icky divorce? I've been there. No fun. But we'll buy that house too. I'm also looking for multifamily properties, duplexes, triplexes, apartments. I even buy mobile homes and mobile home parks. Do you just have vacant land? Give me a call. I'll make you an offer. Call me today at 577-4150. Again, 577-4150. You can even send me a text message. Again, the number 731-577-4150 or visit DustinBuys.com. Super Talk 93.1's text line is powered by See Me Tree Service. See Me Tree Service is a small family-owned business that covers all of West Tennessee. They're licensed and insured. They can give you, if you give them a call, they can give you a free estimate. Their number 731-617-2236. See Me Tree Service can help with tree removal, tree trimming, tree elevation, pruning, tree topping, stump grinding, and a whole lot more. The See Me Tree Service presenters of the Super Talk 93.1 text line and you can text us anytime on that number 731-410-7560 731-410-7560 The ultimate gift from the word of God for God so loved the world that he gave his one and only son that whoever believes in him shall not perish but have everlasting life a parade of hope with only 26 words beginning with the living God ending with eternal life, urging you and I to do the same. It's brief enough to write on a napkin or memorize in a moment, solid enough to weather 2,000 years of doubt and questions. If you know nothing of God's Word, start here. If you think you know everything of God's Word, return here. You know the heart is a lonely hunter, and God has the treatment, a divine heart transplant. He loves, He gave, we believe, we live. He left the garden and went to the cross to pay a debt he did not owe, to cover a debt we could not pay. The King of kings, the Lord of all lords, the Son of the living God, John 3.16. Do you know him? West Tennessee Farmer's Market, downtown Jackson, Tennessee, on Market Street. Street next to Fed Street. Nice venom to me. Plenty of fresh veggies to eat On Market Street Downtown Jackson, Tennessee They got cabbage, broccoli, peas and greens Prettiest fruit you've ever seen They got corn, potatoes, both big and small Just so many things I can't name On them On Market Street Downtown Jackson, Tennessee On Market Street, downtown Jackson, Tennessee. West Tennessee Farmers Market, downtown Jackson, Tennessee. We have come to the end of our first hour of discussing everything in Dixie. We've got a few more hours left of this fun, so why don't we do it again? We'll be back with more of the Y'all Show. Stay tuned. We are West Tennessee's conservative voice, WTJS, Alamo, Jackson, West Tennessee, Super Talk 93.1. USA News, I'm Lance Pryde. 
The impeachment trial for Texas Attorney General Ken Paxton is set to start no later than August 28th. Twelve House members delivered the articles of impeachment to the state Senate yesterday. Seven Republicans and five Democrats will hear the case. Paxton is temporarily suspended after the Texas House voted overwhelmingly Saturday to impeach him on charges including abuse of office and obstruction of justice. Proceedings are expected to get underway today in the Tree of Life capital murder trial of Robert Bowers. After jury selection wrapped up last week, Bowers is charged with killing seven worshipers at a Pittsburgh-area synagogue in 2018. It was the deadliest anti-Semitic attack in U.S. history. An Iowa apartment complex that partially collapsed Sunday night will be demolished this morning. A ninth person has been rescued from the rubble of a partially collapsed historic six-story apartment building in Davenport. About 27 hours after the initial collapse, a woman was pulled from the building. Davenport Mayor Mike Matson noted that officials haven't identified anyone else who could still be in the building. However, a woman says her grandmother hasn't been heard from since family members called her to tell her to evacuate. I'm Skip Kelly. Theranos founder Elizabeth Holmes is expected to start serving her 11-year sentence today. Holmes was found guilty in January of 2022 on four counts of the 11 fraud and conspiracy counts she was charged with. Lawmakers returning to Washington today will face intense pressure from leaders on Capitol Hill and the White House to support the debt ceiling bill and overcome opposition on both sides of the aisle. The first test is set for tomorrow with a vote in Congress. Shanghai, China yesterday recorded its hottest day in May in 100 years, beating the previous high by a full degree when it reached 97 degrees Fahrenheit. The Stanley Cup Finals are set when the Vegas Golden Knights host the Florida Panthers starting Saturday in the best of seven series. This is USA News. Finding great people to hire can be like trying to find a needle in a haystack, but not with ZipRecruiter. Their powerful matching technology delivers so many qualified candidates, it's like finding a needle in a needle stack. In fact, four out of five employers who post on ZipRecruiter get a quality candidate within the first day. For less hay and more needles, head to ZipRecruiter. And right now, you can try ZipRecruiter for free. That's right, free. At ZipRecruiter.com slash free. That's ZipRecruiter.com slash free. More than 80 million Americans depend on AM radio for their news, traffic, weather, sports, and a community connection. It's the backbone of the emergency alert system, keeping us safe in dangerous times. It's critical that we keep AM radio in cars, because when cell and Internet services are down, this free emergency service could be your only lifeline. Text AM to 52886 and tell Congress we need AM radio in cars. This message furnished by the National Association of Broadcasters. Florida Governor Ron DeSantis is set to head out on his first presidential campaign tour this week. DeSantis formally entered the race for the White House last week. He's expected to visit a dozen cities throughout Iowa, New Hampshire, and South Carolina. Before he embarks on the four-day trip, the governor took part in the Veterans Memorial Ceremony in Jacksonville earlier today to honor those who died while serving in the United States and Armed Forces. I'm just glad that in the state of Florida, this is something that's recognized in every corner of our state. Uh, people understand that freedom isn't free. DeSantis calls those who gave their lives indispensable Americans and says they deserve our unending gratitude. I'm Dave Collins. A huge impromptu car show on Detroit's east side over the Memorial Day weekend turned chaotic with one man being shot and killed. Michelle Patton says it was way too chaotic for her. It was a shooting. It was fighting. It was car accidents. It was just a lot. Not all lawmakers are happy with the debt ceiling deal reached over the weekend. 
Florida governor and now presidential candidate Ron DeSantis is slamming the deal that was reached between President Biden and House Speaker McCarthy, saying it does nothing to stop the U.S. from careening toward bankruptcy. DeSantis says even with the new spending caps in the bill, the deal to raise the debt ceiling for two years is a massive amount of spending. I'm John Schaefer. Thanks for listening. Lance Pry, USA News. I always wanted to learn Spanish, but I never thought I'd have the time. Then I discovered Babbel. Babbel's lessons are fun. They only take like 10 or 15 minutes, and in three weeks, presto, you're starting to speak another language, like magic. I love that Babbel's lessons aren't just robots talking. They're voiced by native speakers, so you get the pronunciation just right. If you want to learn a language, there's no faster, easier, better way than Babbel. 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 Go to Babbel.com to try for free. That's B-A-B-B-E-L. West Tennessee Farmer's Market, downtown Jackson, Tennessee, on Market Street. Street next to Lafayette Street, nice dinner to me. Plenty of fresh veggies to eat, on Market Street, downtown Jackson, Tennessee. They got cabbage, broccoli, peas, and greens, prettiest fruit you've ever seen. They got corn, potatoes, both big and small, just so many things I can't name Home them all. Home Market's Green, downtown Jackson, Tennessee. Home Market's Green, downtown Jackson, Tennessee. West Tennessee Farmer's Market, downtown Jackson, Tennessee. From the Smokies to the Bayou, this is the Y'all Show on West Tennessee Super Talk 93.1 FM. In your mouth. <laughs> We're the Y'all Show. Hello and welcome to the Tuesday edition of Discovering What's Going On in Dixie. John Rawl, the general of all things Southern. I'm leading this ship here and I want you to uh, help me lead it if you don't mind. Come on aboard. Ahoy there, mate. We've got another exciting hour of discussing what's going on in the South. We've got headlines that we'll be sharing. Plus, we'll have our Southern Book Report. We've got the number one books out there both fiction and non-fiction that we'll be discussing and we'll hear from southern author dot jackson her book refuge a novel got a lot of people reading that one and we'll let you know about this late southern writer we actually have a clip of her talking before she passed away a few years back and i wasn't really all that familiar with dot jackson and guess what I'm going to use this opportunity here on our Southern Book Showcase to tell you more about this Southern author, Dot Jackson. Plus, we've got entertainment headlines from Kenny Chesney at the Florabama to Jenna Kramer News, the singer and actress. We'll let you know about her and who Elvis disliked. I thought Elvis loved everybody. Well, there's one article out that's got 
a breakdown of some of the people Elvis was not the world's biggest fan of. And we'll let you know exactly who that is. All that here in this hour of the Y'all Show. And friendly reminder, in our final hour of today's show, the Takapola Storyteller will be back here, Jerry Short. And we're going to have a fantastic time catching up with Mr. Short, who again comes on and tells us what's going on in his world. The Takapola Storyteller in our final hour of the Y'all Show. Today, if you want to get in touch with us, we have our 24-7 text line that you can give us a buzz on that. Just pick up your phone and text away at 615-208-4184. That's a number you can reach us 24-7-615-208-4184. And if you just need to talk to us directly, our Y'all Show direct hotline 731 554-1170. Would love to hear from you here on Y'all Talk with an Accent on the South. Now, let's get into today's headlines from across the country. And we hope you all had, first of all, let me tell you, I hope you all had a great holiday weekend. A holiday that wasn't exactly all about fun and games. It was a holiday set up to remember the nation's war dead. And I'm sure many of you did take a few moments to do just that. I will tell you, since we were off on Monday, I did some traveling. And I came through one of our small towns just Sunday evening. It was about sunset Sunday. And I go down this road a good bit. And for whatever reason, the lighting was right, the time was right, that on Memorial Day sunset this small town's courthouse which they're the county seat had a nice professional sign made that was a temporary sign this was not like a official marker that's going to stay up all the time but they had this nice marker staring me right in the face there on the courthouse square when i made the turn i couldn't help but notice it it was looking at me right in the face and what it was was a printout of all that county's war dead. And I would assume if I didn't have, because I'm driving, complete time to sit there and count them out. But there were probably about 50 names on that list. And they didn't break it down by wars. They didn't tell you more than just the name. But it was a in-your-face reminder of one county's sacrifice in our nation's war. And every single county in this country has the same thing. Some counties, most counties, I would say, have way too many more war dead that can fit on a kind of temporary sign like what I saw staring me right in the face on Sunday. And I just made a mental note. I said, I need to bring that up. That was impressive. That was impressive because a lot of communities naturally put the – listing of their war dead on permanent memorials and they should be there they should be remembered for all time but this thing was right there where you couldn't escape it and i I think i saw somewhere else over the weekend some photos of fallen soldiers in different communities that i was passing through so maybe just maybe we can make a bigger deal out of memorial day than what it's been I will have to pick on CNN. I'm watching CNN on Memorial Day, 
And do you know what I saw constantly promoted on Memorial Day on CNN? It wasn't Memorial Day. They were already promoting Juneteenth, which is not for three weeks. June 19th is that now national holiday. And CNN couldn't wait to turn the page and tell you all about Juneteenth on Memorial Day. I thought it was a little tacky, frankly. Y'all didn't sign up for my opinion, but I'm, I'm, giving, I'm giving it to you anyway. But uh, I know that Memorial Day is not Veterans Day, but I certainly want to thank all of our veterans because if not for veterans who sign on the dotted line to go out and fight the nation's wars, we wouldn't have, sadly, Memorial Day. So just want to throw that out there. And we have time in November to honor all of our veterans. But on that last Monday in May, it's a chance to remember those who have died from the Revolutionary War to what we face in warfare today. And we are not maybe getting the headlines that you would think still in armed conflict around the world. Right now, I think the primary place Americans are having to suit up and go out and do some battles is in Africa against, of all people, the Wagner Group, which is fighting in Bakhmut and Ukraine. But uh, there's, some, there's some stuff going on in the north part of Africa that's disturbing and American troops have been involved in that for quite some time plus we've got issues in Syria so yeah just because the US is officially out of Afghanistan and Iraq is not where it was five years ago even we still have people giving the ultimate sacrifice I saw just this weekend it was an accident but a southerner was killed in an accident I think in Dubai, I think I got the country right. Somewhere in the Middle East, we lost somebody. And remember, they wouldn't be over in that part of the world if not for hostilities that cause Americans to be deployed and serve the country. But remember, we, we remember those who gave that ultimate sacrifice. Now to the headlines of the day and some folks gathered in Hollywood, Florida on Memorial Day Monday for a little fun. Unfortunately, nine people were shot and included in that number many children. Four children between the ages of 1 and 17 were hit and several adults also shot over the weekend. It happened just before 7 p.m. on Monday when a fight broke out. A gun was pulled and shots fired. Luckily, one person's in custody, according to the Hollywood police chief, Chris O'Brien. He said thousands of people were in that area, and dozens of police officers responded. And the chief says, that it's unfortunate we have law-abiding citizens who come to our beaches, and this gets interrupted by a group of criminals. The shooting happened on the Hollywood Oceanfront boardwalk near a convenience store. A, Jerry, a Ben and Jerry's ice cream store, and a Subway sandwich shop. As of now, good news, there has not been a loss of life. But unfortunately, another mass shooting, this time on a Memorial Day celebration on the beach in South Florida. My goodness, my goodness. 
In the country of Russia, they have now issued an arrest warrant for one Lindsey Graham of South Carolina, the U.S. senator, has been served. Lindsey, you've been served. (laughs) And this follows Lindsey Graham commenting on the recent video that was put out by Ukraine to promote their upcoming counteroffensive against the Russian Federation. And the South Carolina Republican, after seeing the video, said that the Russians are dying and described the American military assistance to Ukraine as the, quote, best money we've ever spent. And that caused Vladimir Putin's spokesman, Dmitry Peskov, to say the following, (laughs) it's hard to imagine a greater shame for the country than having such senators. Now, Peskov, you don't need to be telling us anything, frankly. But there might be some people who agree that Lindsey Graham, at least, uh, is a shameful senator. I'll tell you one thing. Lindsey Graham is the number one senator in the country for having no idea of where he's going to stand on an issue. One day he's here, the next day he's here. One day he's praising people like Donald Trump. Next day he's criticizing. Then the day after that he's on the plane or playing golf with the president. He's a hard one to figure out. But now Lindsey Graham, who had already been banned from Russia, he's among 200 members of Congress Russia has banned from entering the country. So he can't go there. And now he's got an arrest warrant for saying things like the best money that America spent is saying Ukraine eliminate Russians and the Russian assault on Ukraine, which I am completely captivated by this whole war. And any second now, if it hasn't already begun, you're going to see the counteroffensive by Ukraine against Russian troops. As the Wagner Group has pulled out most of its forces in Bakhmut, and the strategists are thinking, well, are they going to, Ukrainian officials, are they going to decide to go push a counteroffensive right smack through Bakhmut where 20,000 Russians have died in that one destroyed city? Or is that just a, a trick, a feint, and the real counterattack will be elsewhere along the massive line? I think it's a 1,000 kilometers. I'm not good with the metric system. It's a long line. I would say it's probably the length of from Texas to the Atlantic coast that Ukraine is facing off against the Russians on. Stay tuned for that one. That's that's going to be wild to watch when the counteroffensive finally begins. And I've been told the ground is perfectly fine now in Ukraine for a counteroffensive. The weather is fine. The Russians are depleted. It If, if, if the... Russian officials don't like what Lindsey Graham's saying about killing Russians, then I'm telling them this, and they can come arrest me if they want. They're about to have a lot more 
of their soldiers move on out of this life when this assault comes. I will say, though, that historically those armies on the offensive, they seem and tend to lose more than the defensive soldiers in at least the initial phase of the counteroffensive. Okay, enough military strategy talk here on this Tuesday edition of Y'all Talk with an Accent on the South. To Alabama, we go to Chilton County, home of the Chilton County Peaches. Unfortunately, from the Memorial Day holiday, it wasn't peaches on the mind. It was nasty signs out on Interstate 65 as the Alabama Department of Transportation had to deal with an issue of their display boards. You know, the orange, often orange-colored signs out on the road that say, slow down or or uh, hope you have a nice day. You know, the kind of benign Department of Transportation messages that you see. Well, somebody hacked into the dot message system, and they put up on these digital traffic signs the words Patriot Front, and also the words, Reclaim America. And those words are used by supremacist groups, including the Patriot Front. The Patriot Front, which is based in Texas, is described as a white nationalist hate group, and it was formed in the aftermath of the 2017 march in Charlottesville, Virginia. And according to one organization that tracks supremacists. Patriot Front is a group started up after Charlottesville with the vast majority of white supremacist propaganda that's been distributed in the country since Charlottesville. And now that message showing up somehow on the Alabama Department of Transportation's message boards in Chilton County on Interstate 65 between Birmingham and Montgomery over the holiday weekend. Over the weekend in Brownsville, Tennessee, mourners gathered to remember Tina Turner, the Haywood County, Tennessee native who died in Switzerland at the age of 83. And she died of undisclosed causes at this point, but the legendary singer known as the queen of rock and roll with songs like Proud Mary and What's Love Got to Do With It. We Don't Need Another Hero. Songs like that were big in the eight, 1980s and a tremendous rise from the cotton fields of West Tennessee to international superstardom. Over the weekend on Sunday evening, people gathered on the lawn of the Tina Turner Museum in Brownsville to remember the native daughter as she died in Switzerland and I'm not sure what the official arrangements are but some of her extended family and certainly a lot of her friends able to gather at the Tina Turner Museum right there in Brownsville at the West Tennessee Delta Heritage Center and they took part of a memorial on Sunday they signed a memory board and shared condolences and selected speakers had reflections of Tina at this dusk memorial service that included candles being lit in her memory. And that was held Sunday in 
Haywood County, Tennessee, the home of the Queen of Rock, Tina Turner. And that's a look at some of the headlines of the day here on this Tuesday across the southeast. We'll take a break here on y'all. When we come back, we will shift over and tell you all about the world of books as we have information on southern author Dot Jackson. She has a book out called Refuge, a novel, and you're going to learn more about this late author and her impact on the literary world. That's coming up, and a reminder. That's a reminder that we have also coming up in the uh, second hour of today's y'all show. I'll look at some of the entertainment headlines of the day. So lots of good stuff headed your way here on the show about the South. Again, you can connect to us on our 24-7 text line, 615-208-4184. Do you want to sell your house? Do you have a house that needs work you can't afford? Maybe you're tired of being a landlord or you're going through a divorce. Then you need to call LJ Buys Houses. Give LJ a call and sell your house quick for cash. Call 731-345-5199. They buy houses and pay all closing costs, so you don't have to worry about anything. If you're ready to sell, there's only one person to call. LJ Buys Houses, 731-345-5199. That's 731-345-5199. Elite Contractors is the number one choice for roofing in West Tennessee. But did you know that Elite Contractors does the same quality work in water mitigation? Helping you recover from natural disasters, pipes bursting, mold extraction, and more. Working directly with the insurance company. For over 20 years, Elite's award-winning and experienced team has been dedicated to exceeding our customers' expectations. Elite Contractors wants to be your contractor for life. For all your commercial, residential, and insurance restoration needs. Visit our website to see our work and schedule an estimate. EliteContractorsUS.com Asia Garden voted Jackson's best sushi and Asian restaurant serving Jackson and West Tennessee for over 37 years. Walk into our dining room and know you're going to be served the absolute best Asian dishes from our expansive menu. You can also order directly from us at asiagardenjackson.com or call 731-668-9024. Since we're local, we can keep our fees at a minimum versus the competition. Asia Garden is West Tennessee's premier sushi and Asian restaurant. Think local. Think Asia Garden. In communities across West Tennessee, we feel the effects of opioid addiction. We all know someone touched by addiction. Neighbors, friends, family members. Know now that there's help and hope. Together, we can rise above and make recovery a reality. Neighbors working together. Tennessee together. If you or someone you know needs help for addiction, help is available. Call the Jackson-Madison County Prevention Coalition, 731-694-0741. This project is funded by a grant for the Tennessee Department of Mental Health and Substance Abuse Services. Unapologetically Southern. This is the Y'all Show on West Tennessee Supertalk, 93.1 FM. There's something you got that really gets me going. It's hard to believe the way the feeling's growing. So let me say before my heart starts showing, I'm only in it for the love. I want you to know you got my full attention. And every move is with my best intention. Before we go on, I thought I ought to mention, I'm only in it for the love. 
headed for the love and affection I think I'm headed in the right direction I guess the question that I'm really asking Is do you want a love that's everlasting? So many times I let my heart get broken I closed my eyes and left my heart wide open And now I only deal in real emotion we're back on y'all discussing what's going on across the south here and let's pull out a good book if you don't mind here as we have our southern book report a, a kind of look at the big reads for summer and more according to amazon and the new york times bestsellers list also we're going to let you know all about the late southern author dot jackson we've got a clip of audio of her talking about her appalachian roots and more and how she took that heritage of being a Appalachia writer to great success so we'll have information on this southern scribe in a moment but up first here let me tell you about what are the top reads in the land here on this y'all show and according to Amazon if you look at the chart there that they've got for the most sold non-fiction book out there the legend of zelda checks in at number one followed by atomic habits and killers of the flower moon most sold fiction books according to amazon is only the dead happy place and the covenant of water the most read non-fiction not sold but most read there is a difference most read nonfiction book is Spare from Prince Harry, followed by Atomic Habits and Outlive. The most read fiction books, according to Amazon, Lessons in Chemistry, followed by Harry Potter and the Order of the Phoenix and Demon Copperhead. That's the Amazon bestsellers list out right now. To the New York Times, and a look at their bestsellers list, if you look at the New York Times combined print and ebook fiction category, brand new this week from author Jack Carr, Only the Dead. Only the Dead is the sixth book in the Terminal List series. It involves the killing of a freshman congressman and how it reverberates for decades. And James Reese faces a global conspiracy. New in the fiction category atop the New York Times bestsellers list this week, Jack Carr and his book, Only the Dead. This book's been out about a month. It's called Happy Place from author Emily Henry about a former couple pretending to be together for the sake of their friends during their annual getaway in Maine. Something tells me that's a lot of fun to read. (laughs) Colleen Hoover, her book's been out for, gosh, two years now and it's called it ends with us about how a battered wife raised in a violent home attempts to halt the cycle of abuse this in the combined print and ebook fiction category colleen hoover's it ends with us number three this week on the new york times bestsellers list her book it starts with us is at number four colleen hoover with back-to-back books on the New York Times bestsellers list. This book, It Starts With Us, has been out for just over half a year, and it is the sequel to It Ends With Us. Lily deals with her jealous ex-husband as she reconnects with her first boyfriend. 
Ooh, that sounds familiar. <laughs> Colleen Hoover with two books, number three and four, on the New York Times bestsellers list. Congratulations. And lastly, in the combined print and ebook fiction category in the New York Times bestsellers list this week, Bonnie Garmus's Lessons in Chemistry. It's been out just over half a year. And this book is about how a scientist and single mother living in California in the 1960s becomes a star on a TV cooking show. Those are some of your fiction superhero books, if you will, here for this week of May 2023. I'm going to quickly see if I can't double task here and find out more on Colleen Hoover. I'm just blown away that this author has two books on the New York Times bestsellers list. And guess what? Colleen Hoover is a Southern writer. She's 43 years young as she was born in Sulphur Springs, Texas and grew up in Saltillo, Texas and ended up graduating from Texas A&M Commerce with a degree in social work. And Colleen Hoover with novels that involve the romance and young adult fiction genre has been selling a lot of books. She's best known for that 2016 romance novel, It Ends With Us. Most of her works before that were self-published. She's sold approximately 20 million books. 20 million books for Colleen Hoover, Saltillo, Texas's own, a mother of three, and what a job well done. Doesn't that sound like the perfect y'all show interview? I think it does. <laughs> I think she's got about a dozen books now to her repertoire. And then 2022, Colleen Hoover held six of the top ten spots on the New York Times paperback fiction bestseller list. Colleen Hoover, who was born Margaret Colleen Fennell. And she's been married to her husband, Heath, since 2000, and they have three children. The Texas author, Colleen Hoover. And now you know more about this lady. Let's move over to the New York Times nonfiction category. This is the combined print and ebook nonfiction category of what the sales are for New York Times bestsellers. The wager for David Grand is number one. Been on the list for about five weeks now. The wager, the survivors of a shipwrecked British vessel on a secret mission during an imperial war with Spain have different accounts of events. Number two in the nonfiction category, Killers of the Flower Moon by David Gron, the story of a murder spree in 1920s Oklahoma that targeted Osage Indians whose lands contained oil. That's one that connects to right here in the South, and that one's been out for about a year and a half. Killers of the Flower Moon. This one's been on the the New York Times bestseller list for about three years now. The Body Keeps the Score from Bessel van der Kook. Number four is Prince Harry's Spare. Been out about, what, five months to, in total as the Duke of Sussex tells his struggles with the royal family, loss of his mother Diana, and service in the British Army, and, of course, his marriage to American-slash-Canadian actress Meghan Markle. 
that in the book Spare. And on the list, number five is Outlive from Peter Adia and Bill Guilford, a look at recent scientific research on aging and longevity. And that is one of your top nonfiction books, according to the New York Times. Now, not on the list this week, but this lady's had very good success during her lifetime. It's Dot Jackson. Dot Jackson was a South Carolinian slash North Carolinian who was born in Miami, of all places, in 1932, but she grew up in Florida studying music and dance at the University of Miami and then ended up in the Carolinas where she became a very accomplished writer. She lived in the upstate portion of South Carolina for a while. Then she ended up moving in her later years to her daughter's home in Newland, North Carolina. That's where she died at the age of 84 back in the year 2016. It's when we lost this Southern writer. And the reason I am telling you about Dot Jackson today is because of I recently got handed information about her book, Refuge, a novel, and how wonderful this book was. And I I had not heard of Dot Jackson. Dot spent many years as a reporter and columnist at the Charlotte Observer in North Carolina. And during that time, she was also working on a wealth of Appalachian stories and folklore, and she was able to weave them into this novel, that she began, quote, on an ancient typewriter in a haunted basement. And that novel was Refuge, her first novel. And this book, which came out in 2017, just after her death, has sold a lot of copies. And reviews coming in on Refuge, a novel like an intensely readable novel of the complexity of family ties, Dot Jackson is a true Southern voice, a master storyteller, and an Appalachian treasure. So, with that in mind, I thought I'd let you hear a clip done before she passed away in 2016. This lady who was raised in Florida, but spent most of her professional career in the North Carolina and South Carolina region. And she kind of explains how her knowledge of living and being around Appalachian and southern folklore and southern people frankly helped construct the novel Refuge that has sold a lot of copies and this this interview here done back before she passed away in 2016 here's southern author Dot Jackson in our southern book showcase people from the outside do not get us Most of them never get us. Some of them have made great marks in the literary world and um, um, gotten celebrated by working down here, and they still don't get us. I don't know what it takes to get us. I'm not even sure that all of us get us. (laughs) But one thing about us is that we down here are a nation of individuals, a man from the Library of Congress, a linguist, 
asked me one time or, or remarked that he had noted in working down here that, that there are many, many, many Appalachian dialects rather than one. And he said, have you noticed this? And I said, yes, in my own family. I have seven first cousins, all of whom speak in an entirely different tongue, depending on where they went to school, uh, their age, you know, and who they were associated with and so on and so forth. And we are an extremely varied bunch of people. Um, now, we have our own stereotypes that we make fun of in one another. That's why uh, down where I live, the Beverly Hillbillies played <laughs> in one theater for months, if not years, because we all had to see it three or four times. <laughs> if there's something funny about us, we laugh at it, just like everybody else. I used to love Snuffy Smith. I just loved Snuffy Smith. Now, little Abner was way off yonder because Al Cap, I don't think, was, I don't think he lived in the Ozarks. And I never lived in the Ozarks. And I don't know what people are like who live in the Ozarks. But um, the guy that drew Snuffy Smith knew a certain part of our population. And I knew these people intimately. I, I won't even go far enough to say how intimately I knew some of the stereotypes in Snuffy Smith, <laughs> but they were close. And uh, so we could read that thing at home and just hee-haw and, and think it was wonderful. All right, there's your Snuffy Smith information of the day, courtesy of the late Southern author Dot Jackson, who passed away in 2016, but she left us with her book, Refuge, a Novel. And it has done quite well from a sales standpoint through the last seven years after her passing. And it covers this whole thing she was talking about, the Southern way of life, especially from an Appalachian perspective. And this is a lady who was raised most of her early life in Florida. The University of Miami alumnae, Dot Jackson, and her Southern book, Refuge, a Novel. Give it a shot. Give it a read, maybe, when you're hanging out at the lake here over the summertime months. And I need to sit over here and write a note to myself before we get back together next week. Hey, John, try to get an interview, if you can, with that other Texas author that uh, we were just looking up a moment ago, Colleen Hoover, who's got two of the top five books right now in the New York Times bestsellers list. With over 20 million books sold to her credit, Colleen Hoover is on my radar, and I'll do my darndest to get her on the show with an interview, hopefully soon. We will switch over from book talk to entertainment talk. Stay where you are. The Y'all Show comes back with an update on Edward James Olmos. He's battling throat cancer. I've got information on this California guy that once portrayed a Miami cop. All that coming up. Plus, we'll let you know about Jaina Kramer, the actress and singer. Exciting news for her. That's up next. 
big spring sale. Spring sale is happening now. Spring into summer in your new car, truck, or SUV from Golden Circle Auto Group. You'll absolutely love the deals you'll find at Golden Circle Auto Group, home of the free 20-year, 200,000-mile warranty. Shop completely online or visit one of our four convenient locations with over 700 new and pre-owned vehicles. Available and free delivery within 200 miles. Rates as low as 0% on new Ford F-150s or ask about our special demo price to save thousands on select new vehicles. You pay what we pay when you pre-order select Ford, Lincoln, or Chevrolets and get invoice pricing. Get the most for your vehicle by bringing it in for a free appraisal and get the money you deserve fast. Visit our award-winning service department weekdays or Saturdays to get your vehicle ready to roll. Save time, save money, trust your local neighbors at Golden Circle Auto Group. That's the Golden Circle difference. Golden Circle Auto Group, Jackson, Lexington, Bolivar, and Iuga. Online at goldencircle.com. Super Talk 93.1's text line of 731-55, rather 731-410-7560. That text line is powered by See Me Tree Service. See Me Tree Service is a small family-owned business that covers all of West Tennessee. You can call them for a free estimate, 731-617-2236. See Me Tree Service provides tree removal, tree trimming, tree elevation, pruning, and tree topping as well as stump grinding. They're licensed and insured. Again, see me tree service. Give them a call for a free estimate, 731-617-2236. See me tree service again provides the Super Talk 93.1 text line that you can pick up your phone and text us anytime at 731-410-7560. Physicians Quality Care, we treat you like family. Come and be our guest, it's a pleasure serving you. We're not business as usual, it's the little things we do. Seven days a week, Physicians Quality Care, we treat you like family. You know us for urgent care, but we're also your best choice for primary care. I'm Brent Rudder. And I'm Tiffany Simpson. Together, we provide our Jackson patients with excellent ongoing medical care. Call us today, and we'll be happy to see you. But if Mylan's closer, give me a call. I'm Lindsay Crocker, and I'm ready to see you today. Physicians Quality Care, we treat you like Hey y'all, having trouble finding the right property? Looking for them through all the wrong places? It's a hassle and a lot of work. And at Keller Williams Prime Team, finding the most suitable property is not a challenge at all. Our agents have the knowledge and experience. Finding properties, negotiations, and more are all the things we can do to complete the transaction for you. We have a team member that would be great for you, and finding that perfect property is never a problem with us. Expect friendly agents, excellent services, and skills at Keller Williams Prime Team. Learn how we can bring the warmth of home to our clients. Give us a call, 731-300-7103. 
quality outdoor products, Tennessee's largest supplier of carports, metal buildings, and metal roofing has made shopping for metal buildings easier and more convenient for you. If you're considering a metal building or carport and you're not quite sure about the cost or exactly what you want, you can go to our 3D virtual builder and build exactly what you want with all the options and a breakdown of cost. Go to qualityoutdoor.net and get started today. The site is user-friendly. For the lowest prices in West Tennessee, call 423-1050 or come see us at 31 North Madison Drive at 3-Way. Qualityoutdoor.net. From the Smokies to the Bayou, this is the Y'all Show on West Tennessee Super Talk 93.1 FM. In this little town Yeah, you had to come walking in here and sit down I'm hiding and hoping My face ain't too red Since we've been over, been trying like crazy To get you out of my was her platinum-selling debut single on the country charts back in 2012. Jana Kramer and Why You Wanna. She had one other top ten song in 2015. She had I Got the Boy, Jana Kramer, the Yankee, but a very beautiful Yankee at that. A Yankee that got to Nashville after time as an actress Known for her role as Alex Dupree on the TV series One Tree Hill, the very talented Michigander, 39-year-old Jana Kramer with a song there to start out the segment. And Jana Kramer is in the news because, congratulations to Jana, she just got engaged. And she's now engaged to a Scottish soccer coach. What is this all about? Trading in a good old American for a Scott, well, that looks like what is happening for this singer and actress as she is now engaged to Alan Russell. She said on Thursday on her Wind Down with Jenna Kramer podcast, I've had a few things that I've not been talking about because, you know, just want to do it when I'm ready. And so I've got an announcement. And she explained how the Scottish soccer coach proposed. Kramer said she and Russell were just concluding a small pool party when he suggested the couple and her kids go for a walk to the new house they're having built. And I guess he got down on his knee and popped the question. And there's a beautiful picture of the couple on her Instagram account, which is Kramer Girl on Twitter, or on Instagram rather. Jana Kramer, who has been married a few times. This would be her fourth marriage. She was married originally in 2004, divorced the same year, married in 2010, divorced the next year, 2011, married in 2015. Hey, she made this one last a few years. Her most recent marriage lasted until 2021. She's got two children, 
Jana Kramer, the actress turned country singer. And by the way, some of her other roles, in addition to One Tree Hill, she's been in some movies, including The Poker Club. She was in the movie Heart of the Country. She was most recently in the movie Support the Girls. And she even made it on TV on shows like CSI New York back in 2006. She was in that one. She was in the movie or or TV show, rather, Private Practice. She was on five episodes of 90210. And here recently, you've seen Jana Kramer show up as a starlet on Lifetime. She's made it to, to be a Lifetime actress. And she's right now starring as Melissa Keating in season 11 of Chicago Fire. Very, very talented 39-year-old singer. Now with her fourth diamond as she's about to get married again. Congratulations. Another singer in the news, this comes to us from Caitlin Smith. Caitlin is kind of a folk singer. I would describe her best for that. And she's got an album called High and Low. And now she's having to cancel or at least postpone her tour that she's got out around the country because of some pregnancy complications. Caitlin Smith, who is a Nashville native, is a country pop artist on Monument Records. She was raised, although lives in Nashville now, raised in Minnesota. Her debut album, Starfire, came out in 2018. She's written a bunch of songs, like for Megan Trainer. she wrote Like I'm Gonna Lose You. She wrote the song for John Legend. And she wrote um, just a bunch of stuff. She's a very talented singer-songwriter. And now she and her husband, songwriter Raleigh Galswick, who they already have two sons together. Those two sons born in 2016 and 2018. And she's pregnant again. And she's got complications from the pregnancy. And she's having to get off the road for a while. She's had some success on the folk charts with her album Starfire. Caitlin Smith's her name. We wish her the best in her effort to get back out there and make some money. We also have some news from the acting world as California native, former baseball player for the Los Angeles Dodgers as a teenster, Edward James Olmos, you might remember him from Miami Vice, the 76-year-old announcing that he has throat cancer. He said he just finished going through it. Actually, that's good news. said that in December it was his last radiation, so he's just announcing that he's had throat cancer and has gone through chemo and radiation as it attacked his throat in a big way he called the illness a very strong disease but his doctor said he had to shoot his vocal cords with radiation I don't know how his voice is these days but Edward James Olmos the 76 year old actor again most of us came to know him on Miami Vice when that show was on NBC back in the 1980s continued 
recovery there, sir. And lastly here, there's an article up from grunge.com, and it has to do with the king of rock and roll, and it's about people that Elvis Presley didn't like. <laughs> the, uh, the article titled, Celebrities Elvis Couldn't Stand, and atop the list, John Lennon. Elvis hated Lennon for his anti-war views, according to this article. And one thing this article puts out that John Lennon once dissed Presley in his own home. You have to read the article to learn more about this. In fact, according to the article, Elvis took his hatred of John Lennon all the way to the White House with Richard Nixon. <laughs> Maybe he wanted him expelled from the country. That would have been uh, an intriguing thing. But yeah, go check it out. There's other people that Elvis. Uh, let's just say he didn't G-Hall with, including he originally didn't like Frank Sinatra. I think they found a way to, to get along later in life. And another person that Elvis, according to this article, was not a big fan of. Let me see if I can't pull this name name up here. Um, it uh, I just, just go read it. Again, it's from grunge.com. It's a fun article about people that Elvis just couldn't see eye to eye with the lovable Elvis wasn't always a fan of every everybody out there yeah check that out we will wrap this hour of the y'all show up after this quick break so stay with us Tennessee Tractor, we understand that not everyone has a degree, but that shouldn't hold you back from pursuing your dreams. We're here to help you get trained and kickstart your journey as a John Deere technician. Our team of experts will guide you every step of the way, providing you with the knowledge and skills that you need to become a pro. We're now hiring at all of our Tennessee Tractor locations, so don't miss out on this incredible opportunity. At Tennessee Tractor, we don't just offer a job, we offer a way of life. Apply today by going to careers at tennesseetractor.com. you got to love technology. In the future, when you have an accident, your car will be programmed to let you know which shops are certified to make your repairs to pre-accident condition. Collision Specialist is always trying to stay ahead of the curve. We're already certified with Nissan, Infiniti, Hyundai, Chrysler, and adding more all the time. Call 668-9263 or visit us at 96 Fairway Boulevard. Certified repairs from Collision Specialists. For 20 years, all seasons heating, air, and refrigeration has been Jackson's hometown trained, family-owned heating and air headquarters, providing comfort season after season for West Tennesseans. All Seasons does not use sales gimmicks, only trusted products and workmanship. Their technicians are paid salary, not commission, meaning they won't push you to buy products and services you don't need. All Seasons Heating and Air and their trained products come with a 10-year parts warranty. Financing is available. It's hard to stop a train. Subject to credit approval. See store for details. Sakura Japanese Restaurant set the standard in West Tennessee for sushi, specialty rolls, and hibachi grill items. Sakura also offers a Chinese menu with lunch specials available Monday through Sunday, all lunch specials served with egg drop or hot and sour soup, salad, and mixed rice. Sakura also offers a full bar with a happy hour on Fridays, 5 to 7 p.m., and Saturdays all night, two-for-one domestic beers. You can dine in the newly remodeled dining area at 70 Carriage House Drive or call Sakura at 731-664-2878 for takeout or delivery. Make Mama proud. 
Keep listening to The Y'all Show on West Tennessee Super Talk 93.1 FM. another hour in the books here and we've got a whole nother hour set to come it's our final hour of this tuesday y'all show and in that hour the takapola storyteller jerry short will be back with me and that's going to be awesome to see him right here on the y'all show see and hear the takapola storyteller when we come right back here for the final hour of this the show that covers the south Conservative Voice, WTJS, Alamo, Jackson, West Tennessee, Super Talk 93.1. USA News, I'm Lance Prime. President Biden says there's no reason the debt ceiling can't be passed by June 5th. A bill needs to be passed that day to raise the debt ceiling or lawmakers face defaulting on the nation's debt. The first test comes tomorrow with a vote in the House. Both sides of the aisle have their critics. Republican Representative Chip Roy from Texas on Fox News. We are barreling towards unlimited debt in this country. we're, We're just barreling towards an infinite amount of debt. And we've got to stop that. Just because the swamp is flawed doesn't mean the average hardworking American should take it on the chin. Why should they accept that? Democrat representative from Michigan, Debbie Dingell on MSNBC. I've been angry for days for many reasons that we are being held hostage. Nine people are recovering after a mass shooting near a Florida beach on Memorial Day. The incident happened in Hollywood where local officials say four of the victims are juveniles. Most of those injured are stable. The shooting stemmed from an altercation between two groups. One person of interest has been detained. Another is still at large. Russia is issuing an arrest warrant for Senator Lindsey Graham. Moscow took the action after the South Carolina Republican praised American military aid to Ukraine as the best money the U.S. ever spent. Graham made the comment during a meeting with Ukrainian President Zelensky on Friday. A Kremlin spokesman described the comments as shameful and called the 67-year-old senator an old fool. I'm Dave Collins. It should be noted Graham appeared to have made the remarks in different parts of the conversation. The short video was edited by Ukraine's presidential office before it was released to the world. The Miami Heat are headed to the NBA Finals. They beat the Boston Celtics in Game 7 of the Eastern Conference Finals last night in Boston, 103-84. Miami will now face the Nuggets in the finals Thursday in Denver. This is USA News. Stay cool this summer with AC Pro and O'Reilly Auto Parts. Right now, get a $15 O'Reilly Auto Parts gift card after rebate, plus two times O rewards points with the purchase of select AC Pro ready-to-use refrigerant products that include a hose and gauge. If your vehicle's AC is blowing hot air, beat the heat with AC Pro at your local O'Reilly Auto Parts store. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Finding great people to hire can be like trying to find a needle in a haystack, but not with ZipRecruiter. Their powerful matching technology delivers so many qualified candidates, it's like finding a needle in a needle stack. In fact, four out of five employers who post on ZipRecruiter get a quality candidate within the first day. For less hay and more needles, head to ZipRecruiter. And right now, you can try ZipRecruiter for free. That's right, free. At ZipRecruiter.com slash free. That's ZipRecruiter.com slash free. Texas Governor Greg Abbott called the first of what he says will be special sessions on Monday evening. 
Just hours after the 88th legislative session adjourned, Abbott says the special session will focus on property tax cuts and human smuggling. Scientists are tracking the rise of a little-known virus that gained some traction in the USA over the spring. It's called metaneumovirus, or HMPV. It presents like the flu, RSV, or COVID-19. Lower lung infection, hacking cough, running nose, sore throat, and fever. In mid-March, about 11% of all flu-like cases turned out to be HMPV. The problem is, if you get it, you probably don't know it, since it's like the flu or COVID, and you probably won't get tested unless you're hospitalized. And there's no vaccine or antiviral drug to treat HMPV. All doctors can do is treat the symptoms. I'm Richard Johnson. The opening bell rings this morning as an abbreviated trading week kicks off. Markets were closed yesterday in observance of Memorial Day. Today, investors will be keeping an eye out for data on consumer confidence, as well as Case-Shiller Home Price Index. The ADP employment report is due out tomorrow, along with earnings results from GameStop. The impeachment trial of Texas Attorney General Ken Paxton will start no later than August 28th. The state Senate agreed to the timeline shortly after the House named the 12 members who will prosecute the case with members from both parties. Lance Pry, USA News. As a dentist, I know what my patients are saying when they really can't speak. She says her gums have been bleeding. Is there anything you can do? Absolutely. You can try New Crest Gum Detoxify and Restore. Yep, New Crest Gum Detoxify and Restore is professionally designed to start healing gums from day one. Right. Healthy gums, healthy mouth. Crest Gum Detoxify and Restore. Smile. Bill O'Reilly here. You're at the right place for great local and regional talk. It's all right here on the Frankie Lack Show. Hey, Sean Hannity here, and thanks for taking the Frankie Lack Show home along with your drive. This is Frankie Lacks. Join me and Airborne Bob Monday through Friday afternoons, 4 to 6, for the Frankie Lack Show. National and state issues are covered with a local flavor. Call, text, or email us at mail at frankielacks.com. Stimulating talk on West Tennessee's conservative voice, Super Talk 93.1. From the Smokies to the Bayou, this is the Y'all Show on West Tennessee Super Talk 93.1 FM. show for a Tuesday on this shortened work week because of the Monday Memorial Day holiday. Got a busy final hour lined up for you. The Takapola Storyteller is going to be back in here and that is Jerry Short getting ready for Stories from the Short Guy. And that's headed your way. No telling what he's going to talk about in the next segment also this hour. Before we get out of here, an update on the college baseball world with a firing of a Georgia Bulldog head baseball coach. We'll discuss that and 
let you know about all the SEC and ACC teams headed to the college baseball postseason. All these teams have their eye on Omaha, Nebraska. And we'll let you know who all will be your national seeds and more when we discuss that. Plus, the teams headed to the Women's Softball World Series in Oklahoma City this week. All of that right here in our sports update of the Y'all Show. Plus, NBA Finals are now set. It will be the Miami Heat and the Denver Nuggets. Congratulations to the Heat as they got the Game 7 win Sunday against, or rather Monday, it was Monday, that they got the victory over the Boston Celtics. Celtics thought they were just going to be able to win four straight and laugh at the Heat saying, ha, 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 you might have won the first three, but we got you here in the Final Four, and we're heading to the finals to take on Denver. As Lee Corso would say, not so fast, my friend. What you don't need to be so fast about, you can slow down and take your time when you punch up these numbers in your phone because it's the way you can connect to us 24-7. It's the Y'all Show 24-7 text line at 615-208-4184. 615-208-4184. And I'll slow it down one more time for you here. If you want to connect to us, just text us anytime. 615-208-4184. That's how you do it. Let's start off this hour with a look at news headlines of the day. And to Memphis we go. We told you about this a couple of weeks back. A man selling watermelons there in Memphis was shot. He and another guy ended up being targeted for a robbery. And this man got shot with one shot in the stomach. And over the weekend, sadly, the 76-year-old John Materna succumbed to his wounds and read the watermelon man has died in Memphis. He sold watermelons at the corner of Homer Street and Wayne Avenue for I think it was 30 years, he set up every morning a truck and sold watermelons and other fruit from his place there in Memphis. And back on May 15th, this shooting happened where Materna, who had a gun on himself, and he actually fired a single shot back at the perpetrators. But police arrived on May 15th to find Materna lying on the ground next to his truck with his gunshot wound to his stomach. He went to the hospital in critical condition, but has ended up dying some two weeks later. According to the police in Memphis, two armed men, one wearing a green shirt and another wearing dark clothing, shot Materna while trying to rob him and his friend. They drove off in their silver infinity with absolutely nothing, no money, no watermelon, no arrest have been made. If you have any information on the shooting in Memphis of this watermelon vendor, and there's a lot of watermelon vendors and people on roadside places throughout the southeast this time of year, at least in Memphis you can help out. Crime Stoppers number, 901-528-CASH, 901-528-CASH. Let's see if we can't get these awful people 
behind bars for killing this man who would take his money sold. He and his wife would take the money from his watermelon sales and use it to go on cruises around the country and, and around the world, frankly. And now he's been killed after succumbing to the gunshot wound to his stomach some two weeks after this this initial robbery attempt. South Carolina Senator Lindsey Graham is among 200 members of Congress who are banned from going to Russia. And now, after his comments with Ukrainian officials over the last couple of days, the South Carolina senator has now been issued an arrest warrant for saying that Russians are dying and described that America's military assistance to Ukraine, the best money we've ever spent. And now Dmitry Peskov is Vladimir Putin's secretary, and he's out um, saying not-so-nice things about the senior senator from the Palmetto State. In fact, saying that Lindsey Graham, about him, it's hard to imagine a greater shame for the country than having such senators. That's what Dmitry Peskov said about South Carolina's senator. Graham commented on Twitter saying that to know that my commitment to Ukraine has drawn the ire of Putin regime brings me immense joy. He went on to say on a tweet, I will continue to stand with and for Ukraine's freedom until every Russian soldier is expelled from Ukrainian territory, I will wear the arrest warrant issued by Putin's corrupt and immoral government as a badge of honor. That from South Carolina's Senator Lindsey Graham. I wonder who are all the 200 people on their list of do not enter Russia that are sitting members of the United States government. I wonder who all that list is. <laughs> Let's tell you about how the first black woman duo has graduated from the United States Naval Academy. That duo means, in this case, a mother and her daughter. Congratulations to retired Navy Captain Tamika Lindsay as her daughter, Elise, just became a member of of the United States Naval Academy's class of 2023. With a commencement ceremony in Annapolis over the weekend, Elise joins her mother as alums of Annapolis. And it is the first time in the 177-year history of the Naval Academy that you've had a black woman and her black daughter graduate together from the same college in this case and there's also another Lindsay in the fleet at least forthcoming as they also have a, a son who's a member of the class of 2025 that's Eric Jr. set to graduate in a few years but yes Elise Lindsay graduating with a general science major and now will go off to serve the country as a member of the United States Navy. And she and her mother both 
proud alum. Her mom, by the way, a retired captain in the Navy, Tamika Lindsay. And her daughter, Lindsay, grew up, or rather her daughter, Elise, grew up in Maryland, went to high school at Elizabeth Seton High School in Bladensburg, and has been around the Naval Academy much of her life, I assume, being the daughter of a dour Navy captain. That'd be a tough, tough world to grow up in, having your mama as a Navy captain. But that was the case for this youngster and her brother as well. And they had a beautiful ceremony in Annapolis this weekend with these these folks getting their degrees. And including in that is the new ensign. Also at West Point this past weekend, Kamala Harris was the commencement speaker there. And at the United States Military Academy, she became the first woman to ever be the commencement speaker at West Point. So some history being made from a military academy standpoint this last few days. And those military academy commencements like at Annapolis and West Point and Lexington, Virginia and Charleston, South Carolina and more and Colorado Springs, when they throw those hats up in the air and they get that degree, it's a, it's a thing of beauty. We wish all of the new ensigns and second lieutenants the best as they go off to serve the nation. Now we remember Tina Turner. She was remembered Sunday night as the official, I said, I would assume, stateside memorial service for the native Tennessean was held in her home county of Haywood County in West Tennessee. The 83-year-old Tina Turner passed away last week at her home in Switzerland after a long illness. And friends and some family members able to gather at the Tina Turner Museum in Brownsville, Tennessee on Sunday evening with a twilight memorial. People gathered to share memories about how she touched their lives with her music and her story of perseverance. The director of the West Tennessee, what is it called? West Tennessee, uh, Tina Turner Museum, I know that. Uh, West Tennessee Delta Heritage Center, I believe is what it's called. The director of that is Sonia Clark, and she said that the Memorial Sunday was a chance to afford the opportunity to have her family of fans share their sentiments and extend comfort to each other. The attendees there able to also sign a memory board at the West Tennessee Delta Heritage Center. That's at uh, 121 Sunny Hill Cove in Brownsville, Tennessee. If you are able to get to that portion of West Tennessee, I bet you there's a strong probability that no matter the day in the uh, forthcoming weeks, I bet you there's a chance for you to also sign a condolence memory of the Queen of Rock singer, Tina Turner, who left behind songs like Proud Mary and the town that she grew up there in Haywood County, Nutbush, City Limits. Then she also had songs like River Deep, Mountain High, and What's Love Got to Do With It. 
83 years old. We lost her last week, Tina Turner. And on Sunday night, right when the sun was going down in Haywood County, a lot of people came out to remember her at a museum that bears her name. And one other singer that uh, we want to tell you about on today's Y'all Show that is certainly alive and well, although I haven't heard new music from him in a little while, Kenny Chesney. I guess one reason I haven't heard from Kenny is he's been busy touring on the I Go Back tour. But Chesney had some stops in Orange Beach, Alabama over the holiday weekend. He had two back-to-back performances in Orange Beach, Alabama. He's also going to be performing at the Gulf Coast Jam in Panama City this coming Saturday. Sounds like fun, doesn't it? Well, while on the Emerald Coast of Florida slash white sandy shores of Alabama, Kenny on Saturday stopped by the Florabama Lounge and Package. He went there and had a good time, supposedly, according to social media outlets. Kenny wrote on his official Facebook page, What a perfect setting for a pre-show party. No shoes, nation. Tonight we end the I Go Back tour, and it's going to be a wild knife at the Wharf Amphitheater. Can't wait to see you guys. Now, it was back in 2014 Chesney played to an estimated 40,000 fans at the Florabama for a Florabama Jamma. That was a free concert that he hosted at the famous bar on the Alabama-Florida state line. And the unannounced appearance by Chesney on Saturday was a hit with fans. One fan said, Was that Florabama when I saw you get out of the white tundra? Thanks for stopping by. You are loved here. Don Marino said, Always welcome in our redneck Riviera. Loved your show. Hurry back. And Chesney, who has a home... I think in the Virgin Islands, he might need a second home if he doesn't have one already. (laughs) In the Redneck Riviera. Ooh, ooh la la. Chesney stopping by the palace of the Redneck Riviera. And that would be the Florabama Lounge. I didn't realize they also had a package store at the Florabama. Makes sense, though. I mean, it's truly right on the state line, and so I guess there could be some offerings there that they don't have on the Alabama side they might have on the Florida side I don't know which side of the border it might be both sides they got the package fun going on at the Florabama but Kenny Chesney having a good time Saturday and then wrapping up this tour that he's been busy putting on across the country I go back that's one of his great songs by the way named that I go back and uh it's summertime, and there is a a little bit of push for Kenny Chesney music this time of year. You know, when you're heading to the beach, put in a Jimmy Buffett record, and somewhere in there, if you've got a little time, pull out a little No Shoes Nation Kenny Chesney to go along with a little, hmm, we'll put in a little Morgan Wallen in there too, <laughs> and some other fun stuff. Maybe a little Tina Turner if, if, if you're able to squeeze that one in since we just lost her that will wrap up our 
headlines of the hour here on the Y'all Show, hour one, or hour three, rather. And we've got the Takapola Storyteller, and he's coming up next, so stay tuned. There's a race going on inside your body, and sometimes the bad guys, otherwise known as arthritis, get there first. That's when the joint pain kicks in. Your healing process is just too slow and just can't catch up, and it needs just a little bit of help from QC Kinetics. That's Dr. Daniel Zuckerman, a QC Kinetics medical director. We all know that you can heal yourself. If you get a cut, it heals on its own. Your joints are no different. We can take the healing properties from your blood, concentrate them down, and put them in the spot that you need the help. It's amazing. Your body can heal. At QC Kinetics, that's called regenerative medicine. No surgery or steroids, just lasting relief, the natural way. The fact that we can treat them without surgery, but using their own body's natural healing process, without medications, without steroids, without surgery, it's just amazing. Call QC Kinetics now for your free consultation. Call QC Kinetics, 731-244-2800. That's 731-244-2800. 731-244-2800. Here at Super Talk 93.1, we have a text line, 731-410-7560, and that text line is powered by See Me Tree Service. You can give them a call for a free estimate. Call See Me Tree Service at 731-617-2236. See Me Tree Service provides tree removal, tree trimming, tree elevation, pruning, tree topping, and stump grinding. They're licensed and insured. A small family-owned business is CME Tree Service. So again, call them for a free estimate as they cover all of West Tennessee. Hit them up at 731-617-2236. Did you know we're a co-op? Hello, folks. This is Gary Deaton at Deaton's Carpet Wine. Yes, we're locally owned and a 1,000 stores strong nationwide. In 1985, Deaton's united with another independent business just like us to gain buying power and added value, to give you a shopping experience that you will just love. As a family business supported by Carpet One membership, we are dedicated to our local community, and yes, we're dedicated to helping others. So ask about our beautiful guarantee. If you don't just love it, we'll replace it. And our healthy living installation that removes mold, mildew, and dust mites. Our lifetime labor warranty on everything that we install. Those three guarantees make your buying experience almost priceless. Deaton's Carpet One. Yes, we're a co-op. North America's largest flooring buying co-op. So come by Deaton's Carpet One. We'd love to serve you. We're located on the 45 Bypass right here in good old Jackson, Tennessee. Jackson Off-Road Plus Complete Automotive Service Center is Jackson's one-stop for diesel performance, suspension lifts, wheels, tires, and services and accessories for all types of vehicles at some of the lowest prices in West Tennessee. Just installed a new state-of-the-art front-end alignment system with the latest machinery and technology. Jackson Off-Road Plus, 1082 Highway 45 Bypass. Find them on Facebook, open six days a week. This is the Y'all Show on West Tennessee Super Talk 93.1 FM. Keep it Southern. Okay. 
king of the wild frontier. Davy, Davy Crockett, king of the wild frontier. It's the Y'all Show. Talk with an accent on all things Southern. And that includes the great people and stories and history of the South. John Rawl is my name, and it is a great honor to welcome back for the first time in quite a bit the Takapola Storyteller into the Y'all Show. That's Jerry Short. And Jerry, for hundreds of episodes, has been on the Y'all Show. And now that we've got uh, Y'all 4.0, you could say, up and going again, it's our first time to have him on the reincarnated y'all show and jerry what an honor it is to have you here welcome back to the y'all show well john it's great to be back and uh, good to be reincarnated <laughs> you know that goes a long way yeah I, I guess do you believe in reincarnation uh well i don't know is that uh, you come back if i come back a multi-millionaire I'm, you might talk me into it but right now i'm gonna stay neutral all right that's a <laughs> good plan here on the Takapola Storyteller segment of this show, what we do is have Jerry tell us about uh, stories. 97.4% are true, and he comes on and talks about some of his life experiences because he's had a whole lot of interesting life experiences, and he shares that, and he also throws in a few of his opinions along the way. So if you're new to the Takapola Storyteller, then I think you'll like it, and we've got a lot of people. This was our most popular segment of the Y'all Show 3.0, and now that we're on 4.0, we're excited to have Jerry back here. So how you been doing? What you been doing? Oh, gosh, uh, John, I've been doing a lot. I've picked up cars for a friend of mine for a while. Picked up cars? Yeah, I went and picked up. He had to uh, buy them from Mannheim uh, Auto Sales all over the country. I think I've seen those, yeah. Yeah, and I'd fly to them and... Pennsylvania and New York and uh, Denver and places and drive them back. You know, I had some segments that uh, probably took me 30-plus hours nonstop driving. So, so you, you would go to an auto auction and pick up a car and drive it back to this dealership? Yeah, that's correct. Most of them would already be pre-purchased. Oh. You know, they would uh, buy them online mm-hmm. before they went through the sale at these big auctions. And they're huge auctions. I mean... They probably covered two or three hundred acres, and I had one person tell me in Atlanta one time they had ten thousand automobiles uh, on the lot at that time. So I'll go pick one of those up and uh, bring it back, and I get to see the country, enjoy a lot of stuff. Might end up in a little trouble every now and then, but I think one week I called you several months back, and you started the week maybe on a Tuesday. You were in Houston, Texas, and by maybe two or three days later, you were on Staten Island. That's correct. I've, uh, you know, I had uh, reservations on my flight were uh, kind of twisted around, and uh, yeah, I should have I should have went to uh, New York, New Jersey, and instead I went into uh, New York, and uh, I got there too late to beat that rush hour traffic down to Staten Island where I was picking up a automobile. So uh, I kind of had to uh, wing it, and I stayed in the old naval yard there. That's turned into a New York park. I think they're about to do away with that CB base. But it was it was an interesting trip. And uh, but if I'd have landed in New York, I'd have just went right across the bridge, and I would have been on Staten Island. But I went downtown New York, and you're talking about a mess. 
at five o'clock in the afternoon. It is really a nightmare. And the taxi driver said, hey, you're not gonna make it there before they close. It's gonna take us three hours to go this 30 minute trip. And he was, he was right. And I thought he was gonna have three or four wrecks in the interim also. But uh, good trip. And I've had some bad trips. Yeah, speaking of bad trips, not long ago, I saw you, and when I saw you, I noticed something was different about your mouth. You were missing a couple of teeth, Jerry. What in the world happened? You know, that's one that uh, my voice might even sound different to anybody that's out there and listening today. Um, I had flew into uh, Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. and uh, On one of these car picking. I was picking a car up in... Uh, and on up in uh, Lancaster. They have a real big Mannheim uh, auction there. And that's probably where it started because it's a town called Mannheim, Pennsylvania, up in Amish land. And uh, when I got there, it was during the uh, World Series, and Houston was playing Philadelphia. So there was no taxis when I come down the escalator and got out of the airport. There was no taxis. There was no Ubers. There was nothing. And uh, I had to wait. And one Uber driver, he called every Uber partner that he had and knew, and he was trying to get me a ride on up to Lancaster. But uh, he, he finally told me, he said, i tell you what we'll do. He said, I'm going to go on and take my ride out to the ball, uh, to the stadium. So they were playing that night, and they were all in traffic jam, jammed up. So they went on, he went on, and he called me back, and he said, where are you located? And I said, well, I came down the escalator, and where where y'all normally are is no one there now. And he said, no, we're all tied up in traffic. And you can't get a taxi or anything until I get back. And so I said, he said, now where are you located? I said, well, I went under this uh, crosswalk underneath, and I went over on the other side of the street where y'all park. And he said, wait a minute, that's a little dangerous over there. This is at the Philadelphia, Philadelphia Airport. Philadelphia Airport. Yeah. And, you know, it's not far from Interstate 95. And you could see how that way it was a lot of camp people camped out maybe, you know, how they stay on the bridges and stay in town. And uh, I said, well, that's all right. I'm not, I'm not worried about it. So uh, he said, no, you ought to go out there and sit in a bench where we will pull up. And he said, I'll pull up and pick you up. It's going to be probably 15, 20 minutes before I can possibly get there. So I said, all right. So I was, I was you know, it was getting dark, and it was starting a little, uh, a little spitting a little snow and sleet maybe. And uh, so what I did, I, I just said, well, you know, I'm a, I was in a pretty good covered area. And I said, I think I'll just stick it out right here where I am. So that's what I did. Unfortunately, two of the uh, uh, attackers this day and time, I don't know if you're the attacky or the attacker, but uh, two, two came behind me and I didn't see them. And they hit me in the mouth. But at first I thought it just had kind of numb my mouth up. But I had a partial in the front that uh, I got it knocked out pole vaulting in high school. <laughs> and so I've had a partial for, ooh, you could say 60 years almost, and uh, at least 58. And so uh, it probably weakened the teeth where they had drilled in to place the wire for the partial. And it had loosened them up. And one of them, I guess, was completely out. But my, my, my lip felt numb. Well, to make a long story short, I grabbed the guy. I didn't fall down. They knocked me against a wall. If I'd have went on the ground, I was probably been in trouble, you know. But I, I, I was able to go ahead. And I've had a, a little training in self-defense, 
So uh, I hit one of them and knocked him down. And uh, you hit I, back. You're not. I'm not going to spring chicken, Jerry. You you had two youngsters. Would you say they were young? I'd say they were probably teenagers of some type. Oldest would have been 20. Youngest would have been. Let's make him 18 for. Are they liable? I don't know how long. The, and you hadn't engaged in any kind of conversation? I engaged in nothing. I didn't even know they were coming around the side of the... It was kind of a walkway across from the airport, and they kind of come around the backside of it, concreted area that was kind of kind of on limits, off limits, you know, just uh, you normally wouldn't be there unless for some reason you was passing through. But I was waiting because there was nobody... It was no, it was no police. There was nothing there. There was nobody, you know, like normally... When you get off of a plane in an airport and you go downstairs and you go to escalator or you go outside and you you're looking for a taxi they have a they have a taxi representative it'll fix you up and you'll sign up and then you'll pay and the taxi will say they'll say get in taxi number such and such well that wasn't there everybody had shut it down because of that ball game called it a real bad time well after when they hit me like that and then i threw the other one down on top of that other guy what yeah i grabbed him by the arm the other one after I'd hit the other guy. And uh, a typical cowards that you see, what they'll do, if they're on a subway or something like that in New York or Philadelphia, uh, they, if, you, if anybody will attack them back, they'll run or they'll back off or they'll dance or they'll do the shuffle or something like that. They won't, they won't come right straight back on you. Well, after I did that, then I kind of dang walked up like I was fixing a kick to some of a gun. And they got up and they took off and they ran for that area on Interstate 95. You get close to those tents. They must have stayed over there. I don't know what. Yeah. But anyway, uh, he came and picked me up and he told me, you really shouldn't have stayed here. And I told him, he said, you, did you report it? And I said, no, I'm not going to report anything because, you know, the words I used a while ago, the attacker or the attackee, now the attack... Uh, E is the one that's got to prove his innocence. And, you know, like the latest incident they've had in New York on the subway. Well, I didn't want to end up in that kind of situation. So I didn't say anything. <clears throat> but going on up to Lancaster, you know, he told me, he said, you're really lucky. If you'd have went down on the ground, they would have come down on top of you. And they would have got what they wanted. Obviously, they were looking for some money or they were looking uh, to actually, you know, hurt me. But... Uh, it didn't work out that way because I retaliated back. And I think, you know, you give advice to people, you hate to say, hey, what you need to do, you better retaliate back. But you better make doggone sure if you retaliate back, you're in a situation that you can uh, back it up because they're not letting us back it up now. The attackee is usually guilty, as you found out through court cases, if you keep up with the news at all, especially in that part of the world. You know, I did a bunch of cars in New Jersey, in New York, Pennsylvania, and uh, and around Washington D.C. also. But if you if you in that area, you better just uh, go ahead and if you don't take care of it yourself, uh, don't let them take care of it. But if you don't take care of it yourself, it's not going to get taken care of. We're visiting with the Takapola storyteller Jerry Short, and believe it or not, everything he's telling us actually happened. This is not story time with the Takapola storyteller today. <laughs> no, I can smile. 
Hey, don't smile. I see your gap teeth there. They got you good. Did you get them good? Uh, yeah, I did. It didn't take much, though. That's the thing about it. It just really didn't take a lot because they're really, you know, I used a word a while ago, they're cowards. You know, they think if they can get a little something now, they'll get it and go. And that, that's what their plan is. Yeah. <clears throat> but if somebody will <coughs> corral them and take them down or, or at least retaliate a little bit, and have some self-defense involved, you, you're going to move them on. And I found that out real quick. But I also was, uh, I don't know if I, you'd say smart, but I also had enough sense not to uh, report it because uh, I would have been probably, I'd probably still be paying legal fees. Probably still be in jail for a hate crime. Yeah. Jerry, by the way, is 70. He would have been 76 when this happened. Yeah. He's now 77. 77. So you're talking about a 76-year-old man getting jumped by some teenagers. Yeah, teenagers probably. And and he he, he punched back. Oh, I'm going to punch back. I've done it all my life. Well, congratulations (laughs) on that. The funny thing, though, Jerry, is you didn't really realize you'd lost your teeth. No, I got on it as we were going on it, and my mouth was numb, and I got to taking my tongue, and I was flipping it from the back, and it was loose, and then I'll be doggone. Well, here the next thing I know, I got one out, and so I still thought I just had lost the right one, and then uh, the next day uh, I was eating, and I flipped it out, and there, doggone, there the thing was in my plate, and uh, <laughs> <laughs> yummy, yeah. So, uh, you know, it, uh, what it did, it broke it off. Uh, it broke those teeth off at the gums almost. And, uh, and the reason I hadn't have them, had them fixed yet, uh, my wife is from overseas, the Philippines. Yeah. And uh, she just got back, and her dental bill was about a tenth of what it would be here. One-tenth of the expense mm-hmm. of America right, right. is what they're charging overseas. Uh-huh. So, yeah, I think I'd wait and go overseas so, and get that yeah, taken we're going, care of. We're going back over in November if I can continue to. Uh, i tell you something that happened look, uh, for my birthday. All my kids came and my grandkids, and uh, they put a, a cake out in front of me with candles on it yeah. and to blow them out. And of course, you don't have the same, you don't have the same wind velocity, and you don't have the same angle of wind. So I may, I took my hands because you're missing teeth. Because you're missing teeth, and I'm missing the two teeth in the front, which are right of the partial, which is in the very center. And the way I broke that, I fell on a, a pole vaulting pole, uh, one of those uh, aluminum ones that it was triangle shaped, and I bit it. I tried to eat it in two, I guess. Yeah. And I lost a couple of teeth in the front then. And then one died, so I had three missing there. So anyway, I've still got those. But uh, when I, they put the cake in front of me and put the candles on it and told me to blow them out, I formed my hands up like a cheerleader would form a megaphone up or something, you know. And uh, I blew. And heck, I couldn't blow out four candles. <laughs> and it was, it was really embarrassing. I said, wait a minute, take two. Yeah. And uh, so light the candle back, the one that I blew out. And then I took my hands down, and then I went to blow. And I'll be dog, the air still doesn't come out right because it's going out those two open spaces. <laughs> and it was going left and right, not dead center. So there I was, embarrassed again <laughs> over a situation like that. I'll help you out here, Jerry right, Short, Tataka, Pola, storyteller. What blow. a story. And hopefully those thugs that did that to you, 
had a couple of teeth. Maybe they got knocked out by you, the Takapola storyteller. Great to catch up with you. Thank you for the true story there. True story. You know, it's like uh, our president says, hey, that's a true story. Yeah. You know, so that's a true one. But this was true. Yeah. I can't guarantee you. I, I see all your of, teeth right I now. I can't guarantee. Well, let me shut my mouth. Yeah, shut your <laughs> mouth. We've got more of the Y'all Show. Y'all stay right here. It's talk with a southern accent, teeth or no teeth. primary care. I'm Brent Rudder. And I'm Tiffany Simpson. Together, we provide our Jackson patients with excellent ongoing medical care. Call us today and we'll be happy to see you. But if Mylan's closer, give me a call. I'm Lindsay Crocker and I'm ready to see you today. Physicians quality care. We treat you like the sirens it's total chaos the water and wind damage can make your home unrecognizable this winter many west tennesseans woke to find their homes had suffered severe water damage destroying ceilings walls and floors they called west tennessee restoration's 24 7 emergency line at 660-9090 and no time their water was stopped and the restoration was completed from start to finish when it comes to severe weather west tennessee restoration will get your life back to normal 660-9090 A-plus better business rating means that a business has no unresolved customer complaint. West Tennessee Restoration has an A-plus rating after restoring thousands of West Tennessee family homes and commercial properties. Thousands of properties without an unresolved complaint, that's service. With West Tennessee Restoration's exclusive customer service, you work with one person, not a multitude of construction people. West Tennessee Restoration, A-plus in helping you navigate the insurance damage, cleanup, rebuilding of your home or office. 660-9090. Go-karts are open at Jackson Bowling and Skating. Now go have some fun. Every Wednesday, Jackson Bowling and Skating is helping you save the bucks with buck skating 4 to 7 p.m. and buck bowling every Wednesday 2 to 7 p.m. On Thursdays, enjoy three hours unlimited bowling for just $9. Anytime 4 p.m. to close. Midnight bowling every Friday and Saturday, midnight to 3 a.m. Now you can check in online and reserve your lane. Enjoy traditional 10-pin bowling or try the all-new duck pin bowling. You're going to love the newly remodeled Concessions Cafe. Pizza, burgers, hot dogs, and more. Seven days a week. Enjoy bowling, skating, laser tag, virtual roller coaster, arcade and concessions, and mini golf and go-karts are open. Jackson Bowling and Skating Family Fun Center. Fun for friends and family and the perfect place to host all your large group or company parties. Seven days a week, 59 Bowling Drive, 45 Bypass at Old Humboldt Road. Call 668-BOWL. Check out their specials on Facebook and jacksonbowling.com. This is a Y'all Show on West Tennessee Super Talk 93.1 FM. Talk radio for all y'all.
the Miami Heat. Their heat is definitely on after they got the Game 7 win in the NBA Eastern Conference Finals on Monday evening. 103-84, Heat thumping the Celtics in Boston. And now Miami moves on to the NBA Finals where the Denver Nuggets await. This is the Southern Sports Blast of the Y'all Show as we wind down this Tuesday edition of the program. And a huge, huge Game 7 win. This was a series that had the first three games go to Miami. Then Boston comes back and wins the next three. Woo, what a crazy Game 6, by the way, with a tip in with about a half a second left on that clock. And then on Monday, Miami with a big 103-84 road win. And their reward is another ticket punch to an NBA Finals. And the Denver Nuggets will be the opponent Game one in the NBA Finals will go down Thursday in Denver. ABC will have the coverage starting at 8.30 Eastern, 7.30 Central. And this series will last for just over a week. If game seven is necessary, that final game in this series is going to be on June 18th, which is a Sunday evening. But maybe they'll knock this one out in about four games. Either the Denver Nuggets, which won their Western Conference Finals over the Lakers in four games, or Miami might decide, hey, we don't need to stretch what could have been a four-game series into seven and get the victory in this NBA Finals now set between the Nuggets and the Miami Heat. Some NFL news today. We'll tell you about Clemson alum. He actually was born in Clemson, South Carolina. DeAndre Hopkins of formerly, I should say formerly, of the Arizona Cardinals because the story today is that the Cardinals have released Hopkins after three seasons in Phoenix. His future in question since the end of the 2022 season because of his team-high $30.75 million cap hit among the top among receivers in the entire NFL and seventh highest salary cap hit in the NFL. And the wide receiver now has been released. DeAndre Hopkins is 30 years young. He played for Dabo Sweeney and the Tigers back from 2012, or his final season was 2012, before being selected the first pick by the Cardinals or rather, he was originally picked by the Houston Texans. He was the 27th pick overall in the 2013 NFL draft. He played for the Texans up until 2019, and then he's been with the Cardinals the last three years. He was an all-pro in the NFL 2017 to 2019. DeAndre Hopkins now searching for another NFL roster after he's been released by the big red machine of the Arizona Cardinals. NFL Sunday ticket fans, if you've been used to going to your favorite dive and checking out the games for NFL Sunday ticket, well, the Sunday ticket package is going to be still continued for restaurants, bars, hotels, and other businesses that have DirecTV for business. As DirecTV reaching a multi-year agreement to provide the package of -of out-of-market Sunday afternoon games on CBS and Fox to its business clients. This does not apply to residential customers of DirecTV. Remember, YouTube is getting 
the Sunday ticket, but I assume all the bars of the of the South and country have been complaining after hearing about the YouTube deal that the NFL struck. That these bars are like, well, we have all these Direct TV sets that you had us put in here to get Direct TV, and now you're telling me that, uh, well, you're telling us that we can't watch games here because it's going to be on UTV, YouTube. The NFL reached a seven-year agreement with Google last December to distribute the package to residential customers on YouTube. It had been on DirecTV since way back in 1994. I remember in 1997, when I got a new home, I got DirecTV and I got the Sunday ticket as a reward for having a new home in 97. That was 25 years ago. And guess what? That was the only year that I've ever gotten Sunday ticket as a resident at, at a residence. I have routinely through the years, not that you care, have gone to my favorite watering holes to check out some of the Sunday fun of Sunday Ticket. And guess what? The fun can continue because NFL Sunday Ticket is going to remain an option for restaurants and bars on direct TV in the future. Women's college softball, the teams are set for that. That's going to start Thursday with the eight teams arriving in Oklahoma City for the National Championship of Women's Softball and College Sports. Alabama and Tennessee will be the first game Thursday with a noon Eastern, 11 Central first pitch on ESPN. Game two features Stanford and Oklahoma. Game three includes Oklahoma State and Florida State. And Utah and Washington are your final four to our final two teams in this eight-team Women's College World Series of college softball. College baseball news, Georgia Bulldog coach Scott Strickland fired after 10 years on the job in Athens. He just wasn't getting it done. In fact, Georgia missed out on this year's NCAA tournament. The Dogs had a 29-27 and record in 2023, 11-19 in the SEC. And over the weekend, the AD of Georgia, Josh Brooks firing Scott Strickland after 10 years on the job at UGA. The NCAA field of 64 set for college baseball. Congratulations to the many teams that made it from the South, including some national seeds. Wake Forest, a national seed, 16 national seeds if you're keeping score at home. Wake, Florida, Arkansas, Clemson, LSU, Vanderbilt, Virginia. You also have the Miami Hurricanes. Coastal Carolina is a national seed. Oklahoma State, Kentucky, Auburn, and both South Carolina and Alabama. Alabama had to fire their coach about a month ago, and they still make it to not only the postseason, but they're going to be a a top 16 seed in the road to Omaha. Also, congratulations to some other teams from the South for making the field of 64. To Lipscomb out of Nashville, they represent the A-Sun in this NCAA tournament. Congratulations to the Rattlers of Florida A&M out of the SWAC. To the Samford Bulldogs from Birmingham as they won the Southern Conference. To Charlotte and Dallas Baptist of Conference USA for making the tournament. The Tulane Green Wave, which hadn't won 20 games in the regular season, They win the American Conference Tournament, and they and East Carolina will represent the American in the road to Omaha. And then from the Sun Belt Conference, Coastal Carolina, 
Louisiana, Lafayette, Southern Miss, and Troy in there. And in the Big 12, you got WVU, Texas Tech, Texas, TCU, and both Oklahoma schools. The Clemson Tigers won the ACC tournament. They're not a national seed. No, they are. I, I apologize. I just read them. Sorry. Sorry, Tiger fans. Clemson is the ACC tournament champions, and they're going to be in there alongside NC State, North Carolina, Virginia, and more. And then in the SEC, Tennessee, Vanderbilt, LSU made it, and Auburn as well. It's just a, It's been a very good season for Southern College baseball, including SEC members as they march to Omaha. And that is a quick look at the sports headlines of the South as we wrap up this hour of the Y'all Show. Hang on. We'll say goodbye after this quick timeout. Hey, Jackson and West Tennessee, Dustin Ring here again with Dustin Buys Houses. I'm still buying houses fast for cash in all of West Tennessee. You have a house that just needs too many repairs and you can't afford to fix it? We can make you a cash offer and purchase the house as is so you don't have to fix it. We even pay closing costs. Do you have a rental that's filled with bad tenants? Leave the hard work to us. We'll buy the house for cash and close and deal with them ourselves. Are you relocating for a job and need to sell ASAP? We can make you a cash offer today and close in as little as 30 days. And remember, we take the property as is. We'll even clean it out. Are you going through an icky divorce? I've been there. No fun, but we'll buy that house too. I'm also looking for multifamily properties, duplexes, triplexes, apartments. I even buy mobile homes and mobile home parks. Do you just have vacant land? Give me a call. I'll make you an offer. Call me today at 577-4150. Again, 577-4150. You can even send me a text message. Again, the number 731-577-4150 or visit Dustin at Tennessee Tractor, we understand that not everyone has a degree, but that shouldn't hold you back from pursuing your dreams. We're here to help you get trained and kickstart your journey as a John Deere technician. Our team of experts will guide you every step of the way, providing you with the knowledge and skills that you need to become a pro. We're now hiring at all of our Tennessee Tractor locations, so don't miss out on this incredible opportunity. At Tennessee Tractor, we don't just offer a job, we offer a way of life. Apply today by going to careers at TennesseeTractor.com. You came in after work, it's the only time you can. Savory steak and bacon, grilled cheese, sounds like a great plan. Wow, kids online are really mean. Sonic steak and bacon, grilled cheese. Ooh, Sonic. Of Sonic's under two dollar craves are under two bucks. So you can get something tasty without breaking the bank. Sonic under $2 craves. Mm, Sonic. Dominating Dixie. This is the Y'all Show on West Tennessee Super Talk 93.1 FM. Another Y'all Show in the books. Thank y'all for taking the time to check us out. You can catch the podcast edition of this show anytime in iTunes or go to Spotify, you'll find us. Just search Y'all Show. It's the show that shakes the Southland each and every day here. And we will be back here on Wednesday to do it once again. Megan Headwall will be on as summertime is here. And she's got some tips on sunscreen. If you want to go check out that, that'll be on Wednesday's Y'all Show. Plus, we'll have a Southern Business Week.